Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This week on the program, this one can kiss my ass. It's Turner and Hooch. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fine program, as always. Uh, that's right. Turner and Hooch from 1989, directed by Roger Spottiswood. Quite, quite the career for this guy. You forget about Spottiswood, man. Check this out. Terror Train, his yeah. first ever feature with Jamie Lee. Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Oh, yeah, Air America. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies for some reason. The Sixth Day. And you catch this? Well, the There's a secret day. Tom Ripley movie out there. Yeah. From Ought Five with Barry Pepper called Ripley Underground. This <laughs> is a movie <laughs> when IFC. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. Well, Wait, is Barry Pepper Rip Ripley? Yes, He's it's Tom Barry. Ripley. Oh, yeah. That's Don't stop. You're going to be going again. <laughs> Oh, that's a movie that was on IFC when IFC was an actual film channel. A oh, lot. really? They, I don't know if they put it out, but somebody on that channel loved Ripley Underground. You had the <laughs> something had to like be in between the Joe Swamberg shorts. Exactly. Now it's just nine and a half hours of two and a half men. What the fuck is that? Like, I have are no they idea. playing two and a half men on IFC yeah, all it's, day it's long? Not in, it has nothing to do with the original mission statement or or title of the channel. Yeah, the, oh, the independent film channel. You mean? Just no, change so. the name if exactly. you're going to uh, do this. Well, yeah. uh, we find that uh, Chuck Lorre is an independent uh, kind <laughs> of auteur. And please, we just need money. That I is, swear, this, I, we just need money. This is actually a perfect segue because we're doing this because what? There's a Disney Plus TV Turner show? and Hooch with oh uh, Josh Peck yes. as. Uh, Mm-hmm. The the Tom Hanks character has to be more likable than Tom Hanks in this fucking movie. He's looking at it. And Reggie Vell Johnson shows back up. No, really? is he playing the same character? I think he might be. Ooh, and you know what? That's good. That is fucking sweet justice for my beloved Reginald Vell Johnson because he gets fucking shafted out of the end of this movie. He does. Well, he's way. also, he's like the butt of every, like Tom Hanks the whole time is just making jokes like, you don't do your job, right? Like you <laughs> just true. don't do anything whatsoever, right? <laughs> but You're useless. Speaking of that TV show, show coming up and you know first Cruella now our turn of the hooch TV show 
My God, this summer's gone to the dogs. Ooh. Where's your tap? You haven't. You got a tap on your. Let David, uh, he plays David Sutton in the new show, which is David yeah, Sutton. That's this one. Wow. You hear that? Is this on, yeah. folks? Cruella, now Turner and Hooch. Dog. You, you can't, no, you can't the repeat dogs. the joke. Okay. Well, it's also gone to the ducks. Uh-huh. I just like, you know, and also like, who was like, who even aside from four weirdos in New York City could even care about Turner and Hooch enough to be like, man, I hope they make a TV show out of that. Like, I, what am, a- I couldn't imagine. Now, I actually saw this growing up. This was 1989 release, and I was a primo age for it. And I remember my parents like renting it on the crazy NORAD satellite system. We oh, had. sure. And man, I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. Uh, in theaters, my friend. Really? Get out of town. Yeah, Holy crap. Not a dry eye in the house, huh? <laughs> that was, you see, this is a big rental for me, and I will admit, I watched the shit out of this movie when I was younger. I watched this at least, like, five times when I was- So this like, was for you. This was for me. This was for, I think this was for me. And I think to answer why they're bringing it back, A, dog shit is at its peak now. Everybody mm-hmm. wants them. Even there if is you're a killing lot of dog them. shit out on the sidewalk yeah. in my even, building. Yeah. Even if you're killing them. Even if you're killing them, they will take it. They want Kill it. them two by two. Right, because they also did on Disney Plus, right? The, God damn it, what was it called? Lady and the Tramp remake? Yes, they did indeed yep. do that. Yep. The yep. Andrew Pajalski yep. pen, Lady <laughs> and the Tramp. Unbelievable. When you, when you reminded me of that, like whenever it was, like a few months ago, I re- very specifically remember my head almost popping off of my neck. Yeah. yeah. And here, here's the question, though. So this was the, last night was the first and will be the only time I watched this movie. You all know my position on on dog love and whatnot. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what is dog love? love oh, I'm a dog oh, okay, guy. Okay, good. Yeah, just, not like just the Bobcat Goldthwait movie. Yeah, but like, platonic, platonic. But like, so love. Cabin, you're saying you watch this movie a lot. What was it about watching a dog's heart be <laughs> shot out of its chest on camera that, that had you rewinding that yep. VHS? See, tape? I didn't have the R-rated cut where the dog's heart jumps right out of the body. Chris, and is like there is a squib. There is a squib yeah. on the chest of a dog puppet. Uh-huh. This dog cool. explodes. On on camera. It's like the best part of the movie. <laughs> I was, I forgot that. I mean, again, I saw this. I theaters. forgot it too. I, when it happened, I was like, oh, and then it's, I guess it's going to be like canine where I come. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Now that dog, <laughs> the, the dog is dead. The, the dog is dead. The dog is straight up dead. I watched a, a interview with Roger Spottiswood where he was talking about they had shot an ending when yeah. where like he survives and he's like, We did the we did the screenings at the same time and did the out outro interviews at the same time. Just slightly more people wanted the dog dead. <laughs> Just slightly. He's like, yeah. they gave they they let me, they they very graciously after Winkler left, they graciously let him decide how it was going to go, but they're like, the numbers say the dog should die. And here's the thing: you get you get Hank Winkler still directing this movie, man. That dog lives because that guy has a fucking heart inside of his body. But it's, it doesn't even mean anything, really, because it's not like it doesn't. It's not interesting. It's not dramatic. Like, yeah, he cries, but it it's not his dog. It's not it's, his dog. It's a dog yeah, yeah, yeah. he was babysitting for a week. Yeah, but they do throw in the ubiquitous montage of like he grows to love the dog. Mm-hmm. They're pals by the end mm-hmm. of it. He fucking gives him the bath and whatnot. They, like they learn to work together. He solves a murder. They, <laughs> they have a tough love situation. Like the muff, even the muffin intro with them. You could tell they kind of like each other. That's or right. they wouldn't have this thing. And also. The, the, why this is happening, A, nine, also 90s nostalgia, and yeah. Disney will turn over any IP they can. Yes, absolutely. Well, yeah, any. And, and 90s nostalgia, I think, is the best 
re- biggest reason, if only because like the folks who have that now have children. Yes. yes. And that's yeah. just. And oh, they I know Josh Peck. I, I yeah. think it should be a gritty and dark reboot for Disney Plus. Uh-huh. And he could be just like, shut up, eat my dog. You know, he's like abusing the dog, throwing it. <laughs> You know, bones of whatever, and he's like, "I gotta go." I'm, I'm Turner, and I have to go back to work on my diaries. <laughs> well, and I that was, is the entire show, and uh-huh. it's dark and weird. I was and racist, and he just and he just has this friendly dog. Well, no, no, it's or like a, the it's dog a, is writing. Oh, these. it's like a devil dog, right? It's like oh, hell, yes, hellhound. I, I really loved episode five of the new Disney Plus Turner and Hooch, where it's just thirty minutes of him explaining how to make homemade explosives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would rather it in every episode a dog dies. Like every yes. every episode, uh-huh. it's like, all right, Hooch. Here, all right, Turner. Here's your new partner, Hooch. He's been shot in the chest. Okay. <laughs> Last week, bad deal with that dog. Here is another hooch for you. Exactly. It's the, way, the it's the way like a cop car will explode on TJ Hooker every every so often. Exactly. Like you've got to replace these things. Well, and, look, we got to up the ante. I'm sorry. We're going to have to burn the dog today. The if you're killing the dog every week, you could call the show Ground Dog Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dumb. Uh-huh. Uh, so this movie, to boil it down, is Tom Hanks is a very anal retentive douchebag detective or an investigator uh, in some like sleepy California town. He's going to move uh, to Sacramento, the big city. He's leaving this job behind when, uh-oh, his old f- bastard friend who lives in a shack of some kind on a this dock guy. is murdered. He's got like a dirty cardigan. He's like, oh, I named my dog after what I like. Hooch, give me that drink. (laughs) The same abandoned boat where Tommy Lee Jones is building bombs and blown away. (laughs) This fucking idiot is fucking trying to kill this dog slowly. Exactly. This dude deserves a knife in the back. I'm on the side of this this like cutthroat that kills him. Because like, yeah, this dog is like cut, bleeding. He's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Prior to the fucking yes. encounter with yes. this this ne'er do well, it is insane. Like the first time you see this dog, like he comes out, and I was like, "Why is that dog bleeding? He's just inexplicably <laughs> bleeding and, and filthy as shit." And like we we're, we're getting off track though. This is mainly a delivery. This movie in total is a delivery system for this fucking theme. Oh can, man! This fat guy, John Candy, shaking my ass, <laughs> saxophone out my butt, shit, like, I like it. just and it, they will <laughs> not. <laughs> And the, the fucking stupid thing, they start like there's kind of like a sensual intro to it. It's like, yep, totally right because I there wrote it down because it's it starts with like a saxophone buddy cop thing, and it could be like. Just a a non animal related Jim Belushi movie of some kind, and then it's just like boom, and it just and you're like, oh man, fat guy John Candy music. No, no less than a third of this movie is scored by this thing. Yes, oh for sure. The weird part about so the intro montage we're supposed to and like you're right, Andrew. He's like anal retentive. He's supposed to be like a Felix Unger type. Yes, but when you watch the things he's doing, it's all totally reasonable. Like. They show him working out in well, his apartment. This working out is pretty extreme. It's a he's, little American psycho yes, this whole morning. Absolutely. Dude, he, all he's missing is fucking pulling the face mask <laughs> off of himself. But they, they show him like spill mustard in his fridge and then clean the fridge like this fucking maniac. <laughs> no, like, well, no, he doesn't want fucking mustard all over his I get, No, hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. It's okay. I understand you want to clean the fridge. Dude, 
everything is out of this refrigerator yeah. and he's top to bottoming. You just spilled some mustard, man. Get a paper towel. I, I'm not even sure if he spilled it. It was a little bit on the bread. That's all I saw was a little bit on the bread. It was on the tray, huh. Chris, and you know it was on the tray. I can confirm it was on the tray, but again, just one tray. The The container didn't explode in the refrigerator. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 it just, to me, it was like, no, even when the only thing that he does that's out of control, like neat freak, yeah. is when he uh, vacuums Reginald Bell Johnson in oh, his car. Dude, if I was <laughs> Reginald Bell Johnson, I'm punching yeah. him in the face. I, I, Vacuum Bell Johnson. Cleaning a fridge at <laughs> 6 a.m. is lunatic behavior. Sure, I'm sorry. Fine. I don't care if a jar of salsa exploded on each <laughs> level of the fucking thing. Wow, that's a real Duke test. Just a leave fr- it A fridge test. 6 a.m. I notice Eric Siska's very quiet because you, what? my friend, are a neat freak. I, I, <laughs> I like to think, I keep things pretty tidy. Not, yeah. not to this degree. I will let you know what the thing is. It's like out of sight, out of, out of mind for me a little bit. I'll try to keep everything clean, but if something's under a table or in the refrigerator, sure. it can get it can sort like all right, just close that and it's gone. I got gotcha. you. He's also a maniac because like to do all of the morning activities that he is seen doing before he reports to his office desk job as a police officer. What are you getting up at four o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, I can barely get up on time. If I have to go into the office, barely getting there on time. Oh, no. I mean, he's going to be dead in five years. He's sleeping two hours a night, maybe, <laughs> with all these things he does. Apparently also never really jerking off. I'm getting the sense Bullshit. right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because they don't show it. Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, he just seems like a dude that needs to shoot, but doesn't know that he needs to shoot. I, you're definitely right about Mayor that. Mayor Winningham yeah. really fucking opens him oh, up man. in this movie. Yeah, you're right. well, yeah. He's 33 years old, this character, right? Like, I, I did the math on what Tom Hanks would have been. Same age as Jesus Christ. Which is like, nice. it's, you know, you, you think of these figures, mythic figures like Tom Hanks, not Jesus, that uh-huh. you think that they've, they're, they're so old, but like, just when I was a youth, he was 33. He was so young. He had his whole life ahead of him. He did fine, but he did um, I'm, getting, I'm getting lost in my thoughts here. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a house yes that that he has on his own maybe it's a rental but he's 33 years old no big roommates not like it's yeah. a huge house big big house great great yard good outdoor space Amazing there's a lot going on stereo system going on there yeah. stereo system's pretty choice very at, delicious at 33 like. years old i've literally never lived alone in my life nope I, and no, I never I will now. I, I nope. haven't. No, that's it never seems done. like this crazy TV movie fantasy. Well, what is a cop in Cypress Beach being paid? That's, like, I mean, that's yeah, why do you have this whole? What is there one murder every decade in this well, that's town? The joke is like, oh, there's nothing to do here, but there's so many fucking cops. Yeah. Keep up these <laughs> yeah. fucking people. The the, the cabinet. Had uh, when he's shown uh, Reginald Val Johnson how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only two felonies like in the history of the department. Yes, yes. And meanwhile, we're also privy to that the sheriff's department and them are jockeying for positions. So it's like this town is over policed. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. My question though is, I'm not really sure what kind of a town we're talking about here. Like, are these all? Because we don't really see. Well, we see like where Tom Hanks lives, which you know we already said is a big great house. And then we see Mayor Winningham's house, which is kind of shitty. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. It's, it's big. It's, She's, it's just I mean, it's, not, it's half a vet's office. Exactly. Yeah, it's a live-in well, practice. Yeah. It's so, a, I mean, so it smells, first of all. It's an animal hospital, and that's more than salsa explosions that go on there. <laughs> My question is just like, is this a, 
a more affluent California town. Yeah. This is Northern California. It, right. it feels like it is. It feels like these people are pretty well situated. I think so, but it's not enough to be like a hot vacation town yeah. because that would have crime. But it's weird though, then if it is this affluent town, the way that these townspeople all interact is very like small town, middle yeah. class or lower, but like gee whiz kind of I, people. I think it's because, you know, it's 89. The All these people are like, ancient grampies that like, oh, my daddy found gold in these hills, so mm-hmm. I have a house here. Wait. So they're more salt-of-the-earth types, despite being rich. Well, yeah, it, but, but Tom Hanks' whole thing is he's leaving this place in a week. Hasn't started packing, by the way. There are, no, there, there are a couple boxes. boxes. Couple boxes. Couple boxes but come on, it's yes. a week away. Yeah, it's true. Get this fucking, you gotta, gotta I'm sorry. This, it's, this by the insane. way, it's not a week. It's, it's This is even crazier. It's three days. Three days. <laughs> and uh, he decides to stand for this case. No, fuck you. I, no, I no. already accepted a job. I want to see the Sacramento police being like, dude, when are you starting? <laughs> the new job. He's saying very openly, yo, there's not enough murders around here. Yeah, totally. I got to go to the city and get more murders under my if, belt. If, if you sign up for a police department and you like don't go, can they come like arrest you? Is it like the army? <laughs> or something? The wall? I don't yeah. know if that's true. <laughs> it would be hilarious, but I don't know if that's uh, true. So not a military police, not MPPP, the police. Oh, yeah, yeah. The PP, the PP police. Oh, PP police. Yeah. The PP police got my brother one time on a public urination charge. Oh, boy. Now he's a cop. So do that math. I got away with it one time. One time. Twice. Oh, dude, I'm like Jack the Ripper with that shit. <laughs> There's a Ripper oh, about. Oh, God. In, in our horrible youth, man. I remember just going on the 57th Street tracks. Mm-hmm. Yep, that that's happened. Uh-huh. That's the old end of the subway station. Dude, if you're Jack the Ripper, I'm the fucking Night Stalker. <laughs> Holy shit. There was once I was so like I got off. I was in Sunset Park. And I got off and I was like five blocks away. And I was like, this is not going to work. I have to find a place. I was drunk out of my ass. Sure. I go to, it's one of those Brooklyn places where there's a window in the front here. And then there's you the staircase a, up to the you, second you the brownstone. A resi- sorry. A residential you, pissed, you pissed in someone's window? I pissed on somebody's window. I love it. It's 1 a.m. in the morning. Oh, me yeah. thinking nobody's saying, bam, light goes on. Oh, no. And no. I am running, pissing my pants with my dick out <laughs> up the street because it, the lights go on and all I hear is, hey. No, oh, you should have just acted like you were just a thunderstorm or something. You know, like, ooh, it's just bad weather. Go to bed. You know what, Chris? And yeah. you were just deriding it. But you know what would make that story a little more entertaining? A little fat guy John Candy music when, yeah. the, when the lights yeah. go on. That would have hit. Oh, my dick's out. Yeah, no, yeah, see, when I'm pissing and the lights are off, yeah. it's the little... And then lights go on. That is kind of a great cold open to a movie. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what that lets you know this guy's got to make some changes. <laughs> Chris, something you said about the Tom Hanks character, I think is another reason why this movie is just shitty is because like you don't, it would be better if he was one of those guys that was like openly talking about how he's like, I, I you know, the small town cop thing isn't for me. I always wanted to be a big hero. That's why I'm going to the, like that's it's there, but it's so on the outside it, of this movie. It takes a while to figure out where this movie takes place, what's going on, and why he is leaving. <laughs> well, it, is, be- it takes a little too long. Yeah. It's yeah. A, because it's it's specifically supposed to be a family movie up front, 
but they have all this police business. Yeah. Like yeah. it keeps on coming at like most of it is him just screaming, I'm going to kill you to the dog and then trying to fuck <laughs> Mayor uh, uh, Winningham. Winningham. Yeah. And that's kind of it. The, pol- the-, the police shit doesn't matter. It's not worth even having the vague drug trade or whatever that's going on that was revealed at the end. Who gives a shit? Yeah. No, make make him matters. a school teacher or something. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, spoiler a- alert. It's Craig T. Nelson. What, what, what? Out of fucking nowhere, dude. That is like, that's like a twist that is so unearned because yeah. Craig T. Nelson's in approximately one and a half scenes <laughs> before that point. Yes. And he's like, just kind of annoyed to be here in general. Big time. Mm-hmm. Big fucking time. Well, nobody wants to do this movie. Like, this is the end of, t- almost the end of Tom Hanks's like comedy, big act, big box comedy career. Uh, wherein, you know, he's doing like the, the yelling Tom Hanks thing, <laughs> which just I, screaming. I never liked it. I mean, no. I guess the burbs is fine, but um, like Money Pit, et cetera. I'm just not into it. Money I, Pit I dig on. I grew up watching the Money Pit. I've not seen it in like 20 years. Big I liked as a kid. Big I like. This is probably why I saw a Turner and Hooch in theaters because we were like a Tom Hanks family. Mm. Joe versus the Volcano I saw in theaters. Never saw that one. I've oh, seen that thing yeah, dozens of times. Mm-hmm. Volunteers with him speaking of John Candy. I think that one's pretty good. I think Meg Ryan's also in that movie. Oh, is it Rita Wilson? Oh, Meg Ryan Rita? is in Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, yes. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Which, which I mean, that is the point of like the that's what this this period in his career is basically like, I want out of these movies. Yeah. And I think that's why this movie is kind of so like whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he doesn't want to do it, and it's pretty obvious. Which, it makes me so annoyed because you can tell, because this is 89. Mm-hmm. 1988, my man Reginald Val Johnson is in a little-ass movie called Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Skyrockets. Now he's in this fucking Tom Hanks movie. I'm so excited to be here, and nobody gives a fuck, and I can't stand it. Like, here's <laughs> Reginald Val Johnson, who's definitely given it in this movie. Oh, sure. I, he's, he's him and the dog before the dog's chest explodes. Are the best parts of this movie. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. have him with the dog than, yes. than uh, Tom Hanks here. Yep. I, it really does have to say Beasley, who who, who uh, plays uh, uh, Hooch here, a star. Like a star, just a, big a time. Boy, right for, from the first look. Like we were talking, K9 is the better movie because it takes the cop stuff a little bit more seriously yeah. and is a little bit more gritty on that level. But like this dog is just magnet. Magnetism. Yeah. It is a Big good do- good dog acting. Yeah, can although you- annoying at the same time, which is which, which is good. I mean, <laughs> good. that's part, part of it. One yeah. of my notes is: Can they inject the dog with the death serum? Which I assume is how. <laughs> I thought when they went to the with uh, when they went to the lady's house what? was the animal hospital. Maybe they just put it down. So you think she just has a vat of death oh, serum? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the serum. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Inject it in the head and then let it go to sleep. Take out the can of serum. And that's a big dog. You'd probably need a lot. Oh, you need a lot. Dude. Yeah. You, you need, need that, that. thing. Uh, can I tell you, I found the weirdest website on the internet by looking up Beasley the dog. Okay. Findagrave.com. Oh, I've, I've, I've been to findagrave.com. And yeah. basically it's like a Facebook for dead people. I've, I've been yeah. there too. I, I check it out when I need to piss in public. Dog's married. Beasley the dog has two messages on his wall. Uh huh. Beasley yeah. the dog, the star where, of this film. Now, where is he buried? Is it like the Hollywood Forever? They don't, right next tell, you to where, Bob they don't tell you where the. I, I mean, maybe if I, I could have found that tab, but like, really, it's just it looks like a Facebook wall, but it's for dead people. Oh, interesting. Because there's the. I thought the find a grave was like they'd show you a photo and tell you the cemetery. I thought that's what it did. Maybe just the Beasley's listing didn't have it or something. Because yes, I remember possibly. like 
looking up because the the absolute all time best fucking uh, 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 epitaph mm-hmm. ever on a tombstone is, I mean Jack Lemon's whole tombstone is amazing because oh, yeah. it's just Jack Lemon in. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, that's that, and it's it's fucking hilarious. That's great. Very fun. Uh, I mean, but, like he's definitely got to be in the same graveyard as Eddie from Frasier. Yeah. Oh no, Eddie was cremated. Oh dude. really? Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, so it's, it's it's a separate thing called WeRemember.com, sponsored by Ancestry, oh. where you can actually write sponsored messages to somebody by that's dead. Ancestry. <laughs> um, two messages on here. Yeah. One. Just discovered you today with Tom Hank. <laughs> Hank. What is there a date on this? Is this like? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. You are fabulous. Tons of love. R.I.P. Uh, Was that written by the television character Balky Bartakamus? Uh, but by somebody named Hunk Hunk. Uh, and that is 323 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, dude. Quarantine one. That's and amazing. the other one is by somebody named Jeff Ross, who is not the embattled comedian. Um, <laughs> embattled. <laughs> Uh, if someone was going to hurt the ones you loved, dot, 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 you were the best. I saw you in 89, and then I saw you in 19, and I still cry at the end of the movie. Love you, Hoochie, God bless! Jesus. That's fucked up. It's That'd totally really writing a message but, to a dead dog I mean, that you never even met. There's got to be people whose entire identity is loving Turner and Hooch. Yes. Think that's, how many, that's terrifying. How many people love Star Wars or Star Trek to, to an extreme? There has to be a hooch oh, maniac. I think, I think you know, a hooch maniac. This, yeah. this, this is the kind of hooch maniac, dude. That's like a Keith Ranieri. The Nexium dude. Oh, he, right. I bet he loves Turner and Hooch. I bet he does. Because he's a sick fucking fuck. sick fuck uh, sex criminal. Oh, there's definitely shit. going to be a multi-page blog post about how the new Disney Plus show just doesn't get it. Oh, definitely. They just don't get what it's about. You know yeah. what? I would take that over. You know, the new Turner and Hooch, it really deals with grief in an interesting <laughs> way. You can it's, find it's both of those too. articles on IndieWire. Yeah, yes, <laughs> these days. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, Come on! Get a little, a... Getting a little Dom DeLuise laugh going on. Sorry about that. Uh, oh. But yeah, so like he gets paired with uh, Reginald Mel Johnson. He's going to be his uh, replacement. And again, like uh, Tom Hanks is just showing him the filing system. Like this is how we file stuff. You want to make sure, and you know, it's an old fucking school thing. So it's got to be like you got to do it in triplicate. You got to fold it this way. And make sure it goes to the file. And, and Reginald Mel Johnson's like. Man, do I have to? I was like, I don't know, dude. Do you want this job or what? Like, how about that? <laughs> no, that, I mean, that's like generally the feel. Like, even yeah. at the end of it, like the whole thing is like, ah, I didn't do my job. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I didn't do my job, Tom Hank. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love about his character, though. He seems like a real person. You but know, it's, just, every it's a man. thing where it's like, okay, say to this guy, Tom Hank, like. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where the fucking file goes and whatever, but he is like yeah. acting like it's Reginald Johnson's first day in nursery school, and he's like, "You use the two hole puncher. Yeah. You put in folder. You close the two pronged pit." Like he knows how to use office supplies. He's a fucking police detective. I mean, uh, what Reginald Johnson should really do is once he leaves, just fucking like empty them all out into the fucking, <laughs> like every folder, just empty it out into the thing and be like, there, there's my new system. Yep. I would. That's what I would do. Fuck, fuck, this fuck shit. you. <laughs> fuck you, Tom Hanks. God damn it. 
<laughs> That's what I did on the last day of an internship. I, t- I I've told the story before where I dumped a bunch of uh, fan letters to Tony Hawk in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't, do I, I don't Wait, know if I remember well, I've this. Wait, I've never heard of I had an internship at a book publishing company, and like <laughs> sometimes if somebody writes a book or more more than likely gets a, a book ghost written for them, but they you know like yeah, it's like fan letter just fan mail just goes to the the publisher you know what i mean like weird imagine writing fan mail and it was all this shit to tony hawk and that was my job this summer was to like fucking get back to these people or like forward it off to his whatever you had to pose as tony hawk (laughs) like hang 10 lovingly yours tony (laughs) it was very fun to be in the video game Uh, well i've got to go now there's some shredding to be done (laughs) sorry bradley that your cancer isn't as gnarly as uh this half pipe that I'm on right now. Get well soon, buddy. Hang 10. No, uh, it was I was supposed to forward it to his agent or whatever. And I just didn't have the time, ladies and gentlemen. No. So, yeah, but I, I wanted to get a good recommendation. So you don't want to fucking get stuck with all these letters that you didn't mail. So on my last day, I stuffed my bag full of mail, fan mail to Tony Hawk uh-huh. and threw it in a dumpster three blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't like oh. you try to cover your crime like five at one, five at the next one. <laughs> <laughs> cover your tracks. It's like cutting up a credit card. You're yeah, putting yeah. different yeah. parts of it in different garbage cans. Uh, but yeah, that's what happened. Uh, I don't know where that came from, but that's the true story. Yeah. Wow. I love the, uh, you know, so they're like, oh, we got, there's a call, old man Peabody or whatever this guy's name is. Amos. Hey, old we man sh- Amos. That's we, right. We should mention that first, a haunting woman. Oh my this god! Terrifying Jesus. That's monster. what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get to. This okay, lady yeah. that gives him the muffins. Mm-hmm. That Dude, he takes to this separate location yes, with the old man. That woman is literally dying in the middle of the take that is in the movie. She's like, "Hey, your muffins, Tom <laughs> Hanks. Insane. I am passing away. I have a muffin. It. Dude, she looks like the fucking ghost in the library at the beginning of <laughs> yeah, Ghostbusters. Shush. <laughs> but, but of course, is like. And again, we can't we can't commit to Tom Hanks Tom Hank being the neat guy, and we're kind of almost committing to Reginald Vell Johnson being the fat cop because like he's like I gotta have one of these muffins, yep. man. Yep. And he's eating the muffin, and then that's when he gets the dust buster. I also think it's weird for Tom Hanks to be protective of the four muffins that this crazy woman who came out of a painting or something, because <laughs> it's like. You know it's going to be full of fingernails and garbage or exactly. whatever. But I think maybe it's going to be good. I, I think don't know. He but. knows that he needs the ammo for Hooch because mm. this is like Hooch's like bribery food. Oh, so he's like course. Reginald Val Johnson. You can't eat all my ammo, man. Officer, Officer Turner, here's my famous pink eraser muffins. <laughs> and have a chomp. They could have fleshed it out better that he go he goes there often. I guess he does, but like. When this dog like attacks him initially, yeah, gets a bites his throat. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like that establishes a first time meeting pretty. It much. does, and I feel like it's got to be if you're Reginald Vell Johnson, you're packing heat. You see this big dog coming for your partner's oh, throat. You got to fucking open oh, yeah. fire, man. I'm Dude, sorry. Yep. Even yep. if I'm Tom Hank, <laughs> and I get up yeah. after the fucking dog had its mouth. Around my neck. I'm putting two in the I, chrome dome. I, I don't know. After this guy's vacuuming my face, I don't think <laughs> I'm going to point. do yeah, much take, take him straight to hell, dog. <laughs> See if I care. Enjoy it. Dude, speaking of dog bites, I think this might be the time to tell it. Ooh. I didn't even tweet about this. Oh, I've been saving this for this episode. The universe shined down upon me yesterday, gentlemen. Let me tell you this right now. I'm walking 
to the car lot where I keep my car to go to the office yesterday. Coming around the corner, got my cup of coffee, do do do, having a good morning. It wasn't too hot just yet. I see this guy who's got his dog off leash, like on this side street, and I I instantly just hate his fucking guts. Like dogs off leash, especially in New York City, like go fuck yourself. And the universe thought so too. Because this guy, he's trying to get the dog to come back inside. So he's trying to get close to the dog to put the leash on it. And the dog is not having it because it's a not well-trained dog and it's off leash and it's having a good time and whatever. So this dude gets frustrated and he fucking hucks the leash at this dog. Like, come on, God damn it. Throws this leash at the dog. The dog, not to be outdone by his master, straight up bit this dude in the penis. <laughs> Just fucking went at him, bit him in the penis. Nom, nom, nom. And before I could see what was going on, this dude was on the ground screaming. <laughs> was it a full on like chomp? Like, Just like, crack, like really oh, just got dude. it. Do you, like it's probably bleeding out or something? He, there's no way he wasn't bleeding. And he went, he fucking dropped like a sack of wet laundry. Oh, like you would? <laughs> and he's fucking holding his shit and the dog is just standing there like, yeah, we're playing, right? <laughs> this is yes. All he has between his fucking legs is wet laundry now. <laughs> uh, Steve, we should check that find a grave website for this guy. <laughs> and you, I realized what was going on here too because like I stopped there were like three women standing next to me who were also like just it was one of those like you're trying not to laugh because you're yeah, you're sure. inside America's Funniest Home Videos <laughs> but like he also clearly was in pain and I was like hey man you, you alright do you need help and this guy because he had just been bit on his penis by a dog in public was clearly so mortified that he's like, no, I just, uh, oh God. Uh, and he just like stood up and was like yelling at the dog. Get back. And, like they went inside. Like he just. What was his pants situation? Wearing shorts. Oh, some boy. like white shorts, some loose shorts. You could, you could bite a dick right through that. The reason he was so flummoxed was he was simultaneously in pain, but realized, oh shit, I'm into this at the same oh, time. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Now I'm getting hard. No. <laughs> yeah. All this while having to start. Sally. <laughs> Sally gonna die. I mean, so it's like if he had to go to the doctor, he didn't know till he got back in his apartment because yeah. he did not want to be evaluated mm. by paramedics on the sidewalk, which I get because hilariously, a dog just bit your penis. Yeah. It was the mm. best morning I've had in a really long <laughs> now, time. Now, how old was this fellow? Oh, probably like, you know, somewhere in his 40s. Okay, so potentially breeding era behind him anyway, right? Yeah, who I'm just knows? trying to look on the bright side. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know what? The moral of the story is put your fucking dog on a leash, Absolutely. Man. Was it Ezra hate... Klein? <laughs> I don't believe I've so. God damn it. <laughs> I really hate an unleashed dog, gotta say it. Absolutely, I hate it. Um, anyway. But yeah, we get, a, we get so much mileage out of the shot, and we do the... Uh, the space 2000, the 2001 theme when the dog, when Beasley slash who's uh, reveals himself. Yeah. This footage is shown before the actual end of the movie is shown three times. Yes. It's right here. He has a nightmare about it later. Yeah. And then during that fuck around montage at the end, you better believe you're seeing this footage again. Absolutely. Getting your money's worth of that whole thing. Yeah. And the whole fucking like 2001 reference, very dumb. It yeah. doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. Like, if it was a fucking monkey movie, like maybe <laughs> that would make sense. It's about discovery. What are you discovering? I this think, dog, this yes, filthy fucking I, half murdered dog. <laughs> murdered. I, I still don't know why he was bleeding. 
Yeah. I think the I don't idea get it. is that it's like a Mass. big thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, it's as sure. big as the monolith. It's as big as a okay. good movie. Sure. Yeah. But it's not as like it's not filmed well. Is the idea. No, like, it's you know, no, this movie looks like shit. It's fucking awful. But and like, then we got this deranged old man. <laughs> I live on the duck. Did you guys uh check out that dude's IMDB? Do you know no. who that guy is? He played, I mean, he had a long storied he career. He played the, uh, the conductor of the great train chase. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, he great was. Great train robbery. Robbery. He, robbery, he yeah. was, um, he was the sheriff in Psycho who they go oh. to, they go to his house and they wake him up in the middle of the night and his wife's yeah. like, oh honey, there's people here oh, asking yeah. about Norma Bates's grave. Huh. It's that guy, only 400 years old now. <laughs> but he was also coming out of the factory with Danny Trejo back in the day when yeah, the cameras started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about bit that Danny Trejo's been in every well, movie since the Because he's got like four, 400 acting credits. Oh, yeah. At least that. I think he's he's trying to go for Yeah, when the train was leaving the station, Danny Trejo and this guy were on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's before he went into prison. And it's, I guess it's a noise complaint. He's like, oh, they're making too much noise. I did dock over there. At an industrial dock. Yeah, you don't noise say. That's, and Tom Hanks is like, hey, man, will you kind of just live in a tin box squalor shithole <laughs> on an industrial dock? Like, what do you think is going to happen here? He's like, well, you can't keep the dog anywhere else. How is that house even legal? I don't think it's a house, dude. I think he's living in a shipping container with a window <laughs> on it. Yeah, like, where, like, is the dog just shitting on the pier? Like, yep. the planks of wood just yeah, going Put out. your little ass over it and shit right in the water Absolutely. there. Hooch, definitely. I don't got to clean it. That's yeah. this. And if, if you business. drop any on the dock, I'll just eat it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this is my dog I love so much. I feed it chocolate chip cookies, which will kill a dog. Absolutely. Full on kill so a dog. why are we telling kids this? That's See, and that's, uh, yeah, right? dude, like, you know that some fucking dumb kid, and Killed? not dumb. No, yeah. kids are impressionable. They're dumb, but, like, they're also impressionable. And, like. They saw so this stupid. movie because it's billed as a fucking children's movie, which it is not in any capacity. And then they fucking went home, gave Fido some fucking chips ahoy and killed their dog. Well, yeah. like, the idea is that uh, Tom Hank has to fucking mellow out. Yeah. And like you just OK, that's a fine. You, you can say that a lot of ways. Not like, hey, openly kill your fucking dog. Like, here, throw some grapes in his fucking mouth, too. Dude, (laughs) this dog shotguns beers like it's me and Steve on a Saturday night in 2004. Exactly. Not a good idea. It's so irresponsible. And, like, at no point is any, like, Mayor Winningham, who plays a veterinarian in this movie, is never like, what the fuck did you say? You just fed that chocolate chip cookies and beer. a, A great scene to add that disclaimer in is when he goes shopping for dog food and he he's talking to the dog food attendant. Oh, yes. The, the, <laughs> that thing, that is the most insane thing. I have to, to go like you, you are getting a dog for the first time in your first trip to the fucking uh, 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 pet store yeah. is $93. Get on your knees and thank God. Dude, I couldn't even believe it. Like in this day and age that we don't even buy Marty that big of a dog food bag, but it's like, sizable enough it's like 70 bucks i saw it and i was like 96 dollars for all of this i know it's 1989 but still good gravy well bar that's before uh uh, clinton came in here jammed up that inflation 93 bucks still (laughs) meant a lot of money 93 bucks bar could but a whole lot of dog food with that better than your cooking it's certainly also better than the japanese prime minister's cooking (laughs) which is non-existent by the way honked all over that guy eh, bar taught him a lesson i assumed he cooked it himself i'm not even doing the impression (laughs) 
You know, they call them chefs over there. They don't cook anything, Barr. Not a damn thing. We should talk about the villain of this film or one of the, the sort of fake out villain who is uh, Mr. Boyette of, uh, I guess, Miller Boyette Productions. Yes, this yeah. was before he got in the television game. Yeah, he was before, a crooked fishmonger. Before he started producing Step by Step. Was Miller Boyette also uh, Family Manners, speaking of Reginald? Well, Miller and, it was Miller and Boyette. Yeah, Miller, yeah but, but the company, it was yes. Miller Boyette. Yes, but uh, he still stores Family Manners as well. But he still stores his money in ice. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb thing. What And like... We've ragged on like the vague crime syndicates and these kind of movies before, but this is about as vague as it gets because it's no not idea until what's like happening. it's the last like <laughs> less than ten minutes of the movie when Craig T. Nelson is like something something. This one time I had business in South America and now I'm just this fucking like drug money laundering kingpin. So I guess the idea is there's drug money going through this town. They put yeah. it into the ice and freeze it. And ship it with the fish to South America or somewhere. Something, to give it something. back to someone. Because I, I think it's I, the thing where like the drugs come in, they get sold, yeah. and the cut yeah. for the you know suppliers mm-hmm. has to get back out of the country. Uh, and that's what Mr. Boyette and Craig T. Nelson are facilitating. Well, that's that, that's what they know. Tell you is that Cypress Beach is the main hub for uh, if you want to get cheap trash tilapia. <laughs> got it. You can fucking get it shipped out, and the, it goes to South America. You know, they the, love it down the there. The first sign of trouble with this cannery was it smelled fishy. <laughs> I need you to do the card tap this, every uh, time. I need you. There you go. Is this on? Uh, smelled fishy. <laughs> Get off the stage. <laughs> I got 17 more of these. You're uh, going to have to wait. They also, they find some money at the beach. Tom Hanks has to go and pick it up. Yes. It's money in a baggie, like $8,000. It's reported by these, or $800. It's, maybe? Eight, it's eight grand. And oh, 8, listen, lady, mm-hmm. what are you, an idiot? Just take it. You found a thousand dollars that washed up on the beach. I think she didn't want to find herself in a no country for old men situation. Ooh, yeah. yeah, she'd be going to the getting place after taking <laughs> that eight grand, huh? You found a baggie. I believe that baggie belongs to me. <laughs> Give me my baggie, friend or lady. This hooch has been following you your whole life, and now it's here. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, well, it turns out I'm older than uh, the dog was when he died, or something, or whatever. Yeah, dog yeah. age numbers, math. Yeah, hooch will be good for your house. I mean, maybe as good as a bubonic play. <laughs> and I saw hooch walking up in front of me, and uh, he just looked back, he said nothing. Yeah, because he's fucking dead at the end of this movie. This fucking dumbass movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, so they have to get like so the the dog. Oh no, I'm getting ahead of myself here. The old man dies at some point, right? Well, he gets there's, a little later. There's a guy who stole eight. The, the, the Faraday. Faraday stole eight grand as well. There's eight grand on the beach, and there's yeah. eight grand in Faraday's pocket. Yeah, and, and Faraday gets caught. And they are going to fucking assassinate this kid over eight thousand dollars. And eighty died, I guess. By the way, thing. also that's a big risk too. Like you're yeah. gonna murder someone for eight thousand dollars. Yep, yep. That's that's it's tricky. A car you beat, payment. You beat, you're killing somebody for a car payment. <laughs> you beat the shit out of him, and you let him know. Next time we fucking take your throat, kind of a thing. And the way that they get this dude is great. Like he's fucking running, and this guy who's kind of like. 
the, the number heavy, two heavy yeah. of the movie, like throws a knife and hits him in the leg and he falls over. Nice. And then this guy's like, oh, Mr. Boyette, like I just, I had a moment of weakness. It's never going to happen again. And he's like, that's right, Johnny. It's not. And this fucking muscle in this Disney movie takes the knife out of this guy's leg and slits his throat. I love that. 8,000. Now 10, I understand. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Then, then it's grand larceny. Yeah. Five digits. I need to see five digits Absolutely. there. Then it's fine. I get it. Eight grand isn't even a good day on Jeopardy, man. Like that's no. like a bad day. If you walk with eight grand, uh, just uh, I, I kind of was the one that eked it out. Like you want like 14, 15 grand in Jeopardy. Look, I just really I got lucky with the movies category. <laughs> Everything else was a blur. Yeah, I was really had, sucking shit the rest of the night. Yeah, the guy in Final Jeopardy had thirty grand. He bet it all and lost. And here I am, eight grand richer. It's not. It's not bad. I'm a champion. You can't take I mean, it away it's, a, it's no, it's not that I sneeze at, but I mean, I'm not going to kill somebody over it. <laughs> oh, wait, you know, it's not. You're right, because here they also have to kill the old man. So it's eight yes. eight thousand dollars for two. So it's four grand a body. Because yeah. so, what what happens is like, yeah, they cut this dude's throat. There's all these That's like two trips to Mexico. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> a weekend in Lake George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what fucking weekend you're having there. Four grand, my god. Uh, I mean, no, some big houses nice, out there. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Some nice vacation rentals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See <laughs> so you. You fucking cut this dude's throat. There's a bunch of commotion in the factory. Then, the, the, yeah, the heavy notices that across the way, old man Amos's light turns on because Hooch is barking and all this shit. So that the guy then has to go over and, and Amos, see what's up. This is your fault because yep. this guy is like, hey, sir, you didn't see anything. Here's a, and he, I think he's trying to give him the eight grand, yep. titular eight grand. Be like, yo, dude, like just we'll, we'll just. You know, forget this, you and I. Life-changing money for an old derelict. You Get wouldn't have oh, to yeah. fucking sleep in a shipping crate anymore. Well, maybe you could stop putting fucking cigarettes out on your dog, possibly <laughs> by an ashtray. Look, tell you what, Miss Jameis, I'll even do you a favor. I'll kill. I'll finish the job. I'll kill your dog for you. How about that? Well, $8,000. I can finally take Hooch to that scientist played by Lance Henriksen. He'll turn him into a robot. <laughs> Hooch will Ooh. live forever and piss acid. Man, but man's best friend. Friend, previous episode. Guy's got a big fucking mouth, starts mouthing off to a, mm -hmm. a known hitman. Yep. And he gets yep. stabbed in the back. You know what, old people? Stop mouthing off. <laughs> we are younger and stronger. I, I just want to let everyone know sure. if you're older, uh -huh. do not fucking mouth off. Uh -huh. <laughs> you, you I'm just hoping my neighbors listen to you, this. You're off your soapbox now. No, <laughs> All right, I'm off of it. Okay. What I would love it if the whole thing, like he wasn't like he didn't he wasn't worried about him being like mouthing off about the murder or anything. He just saw him giving the dog the chocolate chip cookies and was like, look, man, it's really bad for the dog. You know, you can have this 8,000. No, it's, it's my dog. I get buy, to do what I want with buy, it. Alpo makes some pretty good stuff. Alpo I don't know. Alpo sounds expensive. Yeah, just, you but know he likes the cookies. Fuck it. Blam. <laughs> And that's, I mean, this dude deserves to die. Absolutely. Not, not a wet eye in the house of this old nope. fuck goes down. And I got to tell you, not only was there not a dry eye in the house, there was a couple chuckles in my Because <laughs> this dude gets ganked like it's an episode of Oz, yes. man. It's incredible. Dude, definite, definite pauper's grave situation. They're just, they're burying this dude in a the ditch. They should have fucking just kicked him right into the water, dude. Let the sharks deal <laughs> they, with it. Maybe they grind him up with the fish meat or something. Like, that's tuna fish. Oh, I like that. Ooh, right? totally. Yeah, there ain't no dolphins, but old man Amos, chuck mm -hmm. full of that guy. That's exactly. actually, oh, and that, that's right. When he's about, he can't get to the, the body to remove it. 
because the dog comes out and like breaks through and like tries to kill him and he you know he has to run away so that, yeah. uh, my next question was going to be why not get rid of the body that's why you can't get rid of the body the next morning the body is discovered and now it's the biggest crime in Cypress Hill history. And of course, Tom Hank is the only person who is mourning this piece of shit, this absolute monster. Yeah. Mourning another monster like, and being oh, like, uh, oh, old man Amos was found murdered, huh? Better find the only person in America that cares about you know, this guy. You know, we used to we used to like talking about, you know, trying to kill dogs. <laughs> we used to we used to love talking about like, oh, you almost murdered him. Yeah, I I almost going to I almost we, murdered a cat. We 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 always tried to one up each other on who could feed the dog poisonous things that would kill it? <laughs> One day we bought a bunch of little goldfish and we filled the little uh, the little fish bowl with Coca Cola and watched them all die. <laughs> it was a fun day. It was just a fun day with me and Amos. Man, they have like these animal control people come in to try to grab this oh, dog. Oh man, these people get put in their yeah. place. And the cops have already have their clothes in tatters. But I was thinking the animal control community. They're the ones we're not respecting enough. Like everyone else has like a thin blue line flag sure. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think animal control needs a flag. Maybe like a, it's like a black and white, a somber American flag, but then there's like a cheetah print. Or something. <laughs> That'd be fun. Like <laughs> one line. That's like a cheetah print. <laughs> I think be that also is a little saucy. I kind of like yeah, it yeah. a lot. Of their so you, know, you might actually smile or, at it instead you know of seeing some win, oppression win over the peg bundies of the world. <laughs> it could be like a is basically it's the it's the old like red, white, and blue such as it is, but instead of the uh, stars over the blue. It's just a little picture of a raccoon, and then it's a red circle with a line through it. Well, no, no, that looks like you're killing raccoons. Yeah. Well, that's what animal control does. They don't yeah. murder raccoons. They're killing those raccoons, dude. <laughs> those are considered pests. Gotcha. When I was growing up, we had a rabid raccoon on our property up. Uh, you know, we lived off like a dirt road, pretty rural, and uh, we called animal control. You know, like, uh, really? oh, this is a yeah. rabid animal. My parents has, have children there and me. Well, I think I was one of them. But, really? Yeah. I, I would figure in the Siska household, you just take that thing and throw it in your enemy's camp or something. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done that in retrospect. But no. But then animal control just calls the police. So then the cops show up. Would they arrest it and then fucking beat it to death in custody? No, I watched through the window as a child as a police officer shot a raccoon in the head. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, right, on my, right in front of my front door. <laughs> What? Yeah. Wow. You know what? Animal control. Maybe you don't deserve a flag. <laughs> but but I mean, it's your your thing. You're right. They're killing those raccoons. A rabid raccoon <laughs> tried to go to his room. Got uh, got knocked out by Rexiska. <laughs> One time, I, I did not touch the animal. We had a rabid squirrel in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my old man had told us, like, a, an easy way to spot, like, if an animal has rabies is, like, they kind of act like they're a little drunk. Sure. And so <laughs> we saw this squirrel and we were like, well, that looks like, you know, various uncles at the holidays. That squirrel must have rabies. And we told my father, my father, not calling animal control, my father going to the shed taking a shovel and doing a fucking happy Gilmore on this squirrel. Wow. Yep. Wow. Murdered that squirrel yeah. immediately. My grandmother once uh, murdered a woodchuck or some or a groundhog out back for going in the garden, you know? Oh, did she, she strangle was, it with her bare hands? I think it was a shoveling. Well, that's, um, well, that's how you got penny candy back in the day. Your parents would send you out with a shovel to kill the rodents. I, I'm going to be, uh, I've never seen uh, an animal murdered in front of me. I'll oh, just be, uh, I got another story for you. I don't know. I, 
One time, my dad took me to the racetrack, you see. <laughs> yeah, we tied a dog to the back of the race car. And, no. Uh, no, no, no. There was a, uh, a baby deer, like a fawn, that, that came out into my, my backyard as a kid and, uh, you know, went to sleep. Very beautiful. And, it, well, it passed away. Mm. And it started to, like, decompose. What? So I had to get a big old shovel out and part of the chores around the property. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> Did you throw this into your enemy's hand? Sort of, yeah. We, we uh, you know, I, I, I picked it up with a shovel and I hucked it off a cliff. <laughs> and, I was and then the buzzards can eat it down there. Yeah, yeah. I was about to jokingly ask if you hucked it off of Cisco Point, as I call <laughs> yes, it. Yes, yeah. sure. <laughs> I absolutely did. I mean, you got a cliff. That's what it's there for. It throwing is. stuff mm-hmm. off. Dude, do you think there's animal control guys who like maybe like back in the day when you were shooting animals like this, <laughs> uh-huh. they do it. And like, you know how like they like get really guilty about it and like they like their marriage <laughs> falls apart because they keep on remembering the fucking raccoon they shot the in the head. Grief. So it's like true detective, but a guy shoots a raccoon. Yeah, shoots a raccoon. Yep. It just keeps on hearing. <laughs> there's it. your fourth season dude. There right there. Look at it. That would be an interesting turn, right? Yeah. Get Steven Dorf back. Mm hmm. There's a great hey, purple. Remember we shot that raccoon at one time. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, no, I'm going to wander around my house for the rest of the yeah. episode. Yeah, I know I'm drinking. I'm thinking about that raccoon. <laughs> Sorry. There's uh, a, there's a fucking great moment of like unintentionally hilarious ADR. Cause like when they're, they're looking at the body and everything and Tom Hanks is like, all right, man, I've never dealt with a murder, but we got to, do our best here. So he and Reginald Val Johnson start like taking crime scene photos and everything. And then you just hear it's not Tom Hanks. It's not Reginald Val Johnson. It's just someone else totally off. It's the human being who said this line probably isn't even in this scene or acting in this movie. It's just a disembodied voice goes, Oh great. It's a couple of those jerks from the sheriff's department (laughs) out of fucking no. And they must've been like, Oh, when these guys roll up and start giving Tom Hanks the hassle, yeah. nobody knows who they are because this movie's yes. so poorly written. We got to put this fucking line in. And putting that line in there, it's like you could do comedy with these guys. You yes. could be opposing police forces like, yep. you know, like a police academy or, or super, like a troopers. super troopers situation. Yeah. Sure. And you, you could find comedy there instead of having a dog just rip a house open. <laughs> Look, ripping a house apart, a dog destroying things. That's you're totally comedy. right. You That's never like, so what happens is these guys come up. They're like, we're from the sheriff's department. This is our jurisdiction. That usual dick swing and stuff. And then Craig T. Nelson is the sheriff of the local police force. And he's Tom Hanks is like, Hey man, like he, this is where he convinces yes. him. He's like, look, just give me a few days. You know, I'm, I got this other paycheck to collect anyway. Let me work for it is what he says. Big mistake. Yeah, he was going to take a vacation. Yes. You know, in the few days off in between the jobs, right, but now right, he's right. just going to work straight. So, so like, take take your vacation, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either take your absolutely. vacation and or uh, get paid out for it. You can't always get paid out for it, but if you're not getting paid out for it, take that fucking vacation. Absolutely. And so, like, Craig T. Nelson is like, all right, I'll, I'll let you do this so we can have a movie on our hands here somewhat. I'll go talk to these guys. You never see these dudes again. No. Like it no. would be great if they were a foil for Tom Hanks and the dog and Reginald Val Johnson. Well, because the movie forgets about the murder immediately, and then it's like funny, quote unquote, funny dog shenanigans for the next hour. Right, and then the last <sighs> half hour is the crime stuff. Like yeah. it's basically like Animal Control can't get this dog. It knows Tom Hanks a little bit enough, so it's like now it's up to you, Tom Hanks. It's like this dog's an, um, a, a witness to murder, and it's like, well, no, it's 
Nah. Yeah, he keeps yeah. on thinking this dog is going to point him to the answers of the killer, which of course it does. It but, does. But what an it absurd shouldn't. thing. Yes, like, what, exactly. what does he even mean by that? Are you going to like crack open its eyeballs or something? Figure <laughs> yeah. out what it saw? A dog on the stand. Is that what we're going <laughs> yes, towards exactly. here? Because if so, I need to see it. That's then this movie gets into bingo territory, and that's yes. a completely different motion <laughs> picture. Better movie than Turner and Hooch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. So um, he, t- he takes the dog to the vet. It's kind of the, the, yes. There's a bunch of stuff with all these like big industrial, which is this uh, like dog collar thing. Whatever these animal control things are, Those where net. they get the wire yeah. like around their neck, but it's yeah. a big pole like a pool cleaner. And he's like walking this dog while he's driving, which is oh, illegal. This is insane. This yeah. is like you're waiting to kill that animal, right? Yeah, exactly. Like like he, one lo- one wrong step on that gas. Yep. I mean, in a different universe, this is what sets off Michael Douglas and falling down. <laughs> Seeing something like this on the highway. It's not even the burger. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even get fired or anything. <laughs> no, nothing. He just saw this and was like, the fuck is going on? Can't you believe- forgot your dog leash. You forgot your dog leash. <laughs> oh, man. Does that, is that movie good? No. It it's can't. certainly fun. It's something to watch. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a stay tuned for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Right. Definitely. It's sort of that like white panic a little bit. The whole yes. like the way they film Los Angeles in that movie is we're making a movie in Mexico. It, you know, yeah, like it's, it's all. Yeah. Some that traffic-esque filter, that, filters. Yes, yes. exactly. That unconscious. Robert filter. Duvall is sweating through that whole movie. Oh, man. yeah. It's Pendergast. Yes. <laughs> nice. Dude. I think it was yeah, a hot. It must have been a yeah. hot set, though. There's a lot of sweaty people in that mm-hmm. movie. It's a hot summer in L.A. They were making it, maybe. So he goes and Mayor Winningham's like, I'm going to have to call the cops, dude. This is like huge dog abuse. What yeah, you've done. She finally yes. is like, why is this dog bleeding? <laughs> and I was like, I know, Mayor Winningham. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, yeah, she is Dr. Emily Carson, veterinarian. Uh, gotta say, love Mayor Winningham. Mayor Winningham... She kind of got a raw deal because her and Leah Thompson are kind of the same. And Leah Thompson's got like a titch more charisma. I'll I'll, I'll tell you also the name because Leah Thompson. Oh, actress. Mayor Winningham would just win the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) That's a horse's name. Not saying that she looks like anything like that. No, 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 she actually kind of looks like Leah Thompson. Yeah, no, it's it's a weird name. Mayor of Winningham. (laughs) Or yeah, it's a British television show. Maybe. (laughs) Um, but whatever, like she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You're abusing this dog. Like, no, he explains the situation. She's like, well, you know, it's your dog. Got to take care of it. And she doesn't, she's not like, hey, man. So you, what you want to do, you want to feed this dog three times a day. Get this kind of dog food. Yeah. You want to leave water out. You want to do this. Now she's <laughs> like, enjoy your dog. Flirt, flirt. Guy who probably beat this dog. Flirt, flirt. <laughs> this is like, you have to call I mean, I don't know. Is there an animal equivalent to CPS? Like, is that also animal control's problem? Because, yeah, like, the veterinarian out. has to call somebody. Exactly. This dog comes in filthy as fuck, mysteriously bleeding. <laughs> Once again, just bleeding for but no reason. It's the only other attractive 30-something person in this town. That's true. She, The only other available bachelor at the time was old man Amos, and he's been murdered. Let's say someone brings you a dog that... Could go either way. Maybe this dog is going to die. Mm-hmm. And then, but if so, uh-huh. you got a little relationship out of it. Would you kill the dog for the relationship? Oh, probably not. But he, okay. Hank would. Yeah. Tom yeah. Hank, absolutely. Yeah. Tom, Tom, Hank, Tom Hank killed dog. Yeah. 
I mean, I would I forgive her not telling about feeding it and all of that. I just need her to tell him he cannot understand what you're saying, yes, you fucking idiot. Dude, yeah. the end of this movie where he's like, all right, Hooch, you have to cover me around back. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on. It's just not that put, kind of a movie. Put fucking wings on the dog then. Yes, exactly. It's a magic fucking realism at, you're fucking starting At the now. end hey. of the movie, the dog's got wings. Go ah, you <laughs> fucking scooped me. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, though. He does because he's fucking murdered. <laughs> but unfortunately, that dog went to hell. <laughs> well, we should say we set up uh, uh, Hooch's legacy because first thing he sees here is a sexy collie that yep. he wants to fuck. And wow. We got, you wish you could go that far. Shocked. Yeah. Fucking shocked. We don't have that in this movie. But it's definitely like girl dogs or collies, obviously, of all the dogs. Absolutely. Collies and poodles. Yeah. Well, because like Lassie was a girl, so yeah. that's you know that's a, that's all you need to know. At She's least some Lassie. of the Lassies. I don't know what the casting situation was there. It was you know touch and go television. There, there back are in the day. You, could, you could cover a dog's yeah. penis. They were going through Lassies like like nothing, right? Just like <laughs> another dog fell off the cliff. Get another one yeah. from the truck. <laughs> going through like Kleenex. These dogs back in the day. This is uh, Lassie four hundred and seventeen. Ah, Jesus, Roger, you left the pen close. A dog froze to death. Now we got to use another Lassie. You know, we're really over budget on Lassies this season. All right, we're done with the season. Burn the wardrobe and the dog. <laughs> we'll start with a new number next season. You know what was all right? Now all we got is a corgi. We'll just film it differently. It'll look enough like Lassie. Wait, hold up. We need some sound effects on a Western picture. So someone punch that dog and film the sounds. Look, the corgis are smaller. We can dispose of the corpses much more simply. Also, because the corgis are smaller, we have to make sets that are slightly larger <laughs> to make it look like this works. Uh, uh, Peter Jackson dog. over here with a corgi. Oh, it would be smaller to make it work, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the queen's dog. Not when I'm done with them. <laughs> You know, it was always weird about like the Lassie show was uh, every time uh, the mom like would use the telephone. It was a thing where like she had to like make small talk with the operator before the call would be no, put through. I can't imagine. Never. I just can't Man, even imagine dealing with that on top of your dog being a fucking narc. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's a shit existence. Yeah. That dog needs to fucking mind its business. Exactly. Oh, so something's down the well? Maybe it belongs there. Yeah, maybe right. maybe I put it there. Yeah, Lassie. exactly. June Lockhart. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, Lassie is always in towns with the local mafia. Oh, definitely. Fucking Lassie. Mm-hmm. Fucking Lassie trying to drink up the fucking body. All right, Legs, we got this big shipment of coke coming through it. Wait, who's that driving the truck? It's Lassie! <laughs> We're screwed! There's a Lassie movie that's like Yo Jimbo. It's like- <laughs> Lassie's playing both sides. I like this. Look, you put Ricky Ravioli on it. You take the dog out. (laughs) So we have the first night at home with the dog. And this is where we should point out Tom Hanks, for the vast majority of this motion picture, is not fully clothed. Yes. He's either got his shirt off or in many of the parts of this sequence is just wearing Speedo underpants. And I'm here for it. Oh, boy. This was weird. It was, I mean, it's a sexy Tom Hanks. We're a long way from Victor Navorsky. (laughs) (laughs) 
ketchup packet in my pants. Did you know what? I, I heard about that movie. I heard that. With the he, terminal? He based that character off his father-in-law. And wouldn't you just be so ashamed and like, if you were that father-in-law, like, really? Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. That's me. Fuck this is you. what you think of me. Oh, this is what you think of me, father-in-law. I never eat ketchup. I don't. I hate ketchup. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I hate ketchup. You know, I'm allergic to tomatoes. <laughs> we in airport. You tell I do not eat Burger King ever. I tell you in airport. I never eat Burger King. I hate jazz music. <laughs> My blues man. <laughs> Do you but, think Rita Wilson's what? Like they go to the premiere, like she didn't know what was going on. They go to the premiere, she's like, "You fucking asshole!" <laughs> an honor, an homage. You called that yeah. really, really, Tom. <laughs> that impression was for us, and now you're putting it in front of everyone. <laughs> yep. yep, in bed. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but that would be hot as hell, right? I, I eat your ketchup packet. <laughs> oh yeah. Just pretend I am your father. <laughs> Oh man! La, 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 la. Wah, he, wah, we wah. <laughs> but he's yelling at the dog. He's like, "What do you want? I gave you hamburgers. I gave you orange juice." I'm like, "The fuck are you giving a dog orange juice for, you ape?" You're right. There is a part where he just goes through a laundry list of like things I've already tried to give you, and he's like, "Oh, there's nothing left of the house." Yes. And you're just like, "This what? Here's the Ugh. thing." This movie, not realistic in one, the dog would just drop dead after all those chocolate chip cookies and beer. But also, like, if you don't want to do that route, at least this dog's got to be spraying shit all over this house. Everywhere. The diarrhea. If you're giving this dog orange juice. And he's established as a neat guy. Yeah. Like, where is him picking up shit? I need him picking up shit. You're totally right. The thing is, like, when, when we get to the house obliteration, the movie is pretty much should be over because that's like, where can the movie go after that? Nowhere, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it could happen again. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, it, see, here's the thing: if it did, right, you would have set up that this dog is capable of destroying a whole house. Tom Hanks could be distracting Mister Boyette while inside the hideout. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, Hooch is just tearing this place to shreds. I sure. like it. Yeah, yeah. That would be something. That would no. be nice. And you know what? You wouldn't have to do is shoot this dog straight through the heart. <laughs> so. <laughs> He winds up, uh, like, he lets the dog in the house. There's a big, and I remember that, I do remember this scene as a kid, like, was bringing down the house of the theater. It was like, this is not your room. And then he's like, this is, this is, this is, this is not your room. Really? Bringing down the house was, of the I theater? Mean, I just remember a huge laugh line, man. For huge? this whole sequence where he's oh, turning yeah. the light on and on? Well, I mean, like, for the height of, like, boomer comedy, dog shit. Yeah, right? we love like dog dog shit. noises. Dog stuff <laughs> is so, <laughs> see, look, that's Tim Allen. Tim Allen. That's Boom. like it literally it's is. It's all derived from dog stuff. Yes. Scooby Doo. Yep. Classic I, dog I, inspiration. And I mean, honestly, like I, I know everybody knows this, but the fucking he might as well be going to each room and going like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. For yep. all the dog fucking understands. Is, yeah. To this movie's credit, there is a long dog dog fart at the police station later on. I laughed pretty hard at the dog <laughs> fart. It's not scene, bad. I will say. The thing, it's not bad. The way that they play that is they are trying to it actually I'm thinking about it now and going to It's pretty good. But fuck this movie. But <laughs> they like the dog fucking cuts ass and it's so bad that like he may as well just shit all over the floor. And they are trying to conduct a police investigation conversation while all like quietly acknowledging that it smells terrible. Yeah. And like, that's what's fucking funny is like, they're saying shit like it's not this, but it's like the autopsy confirmed yeah. that. Bo- and 
while they're doing that, like Craig T. Nelson's just like quietly opening a window. Mm. Reginald Johnson is like making a face and being like, yeah, I did interview that witness. And mm-hmm. she really didn't have anything to say. It's kind of funny. There's, there's it's the flames, only successful scene in the movie. Flames crawling out of Tom Hanks's nose. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the stink lines and everything. <laughs> uh, but yes, and the next day he decides to, he brings a dog and like, he's got some back area. And then he's like, all right, well, I guess I got to feed the dog. So this is when he goes to the, the dog food store buys all this crap for ninety three dollars. This guy is taking him for oh yeah, of course he is. Ride, which is hilarious. Well, yeah. Oh, oh please. I, if if this if I have to deal with this piece of shit on a daily basis, <laughs> I am taking him for a ride when he needs something from me. That is what what's weird is I'm pretty sure that this is actually just a grocery store that has an incredibly well stocked pet section. It would yeah. be great if he walked past Elliot Gould looking for cat food, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That would be a fucking travesty because then you're just sitting there like, well, God, I wish I was watching that instead. But yeah. I mean, that's the thing, dude. At least when Elliot Gould at the beginning of that movie is like feeding that cat whatever he's doing, he's stoned out of his mind. It's totally, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know what I mean? He's like, I don't know. I got some fucking pizza. You want some pizza, baby? <laughs> See, yeah, and the, the, that's understandable. Yeah. Now, if you show me and make Tom Hank into some type of bad lieutenant type of figure, exactly. You know, like unhinged on drugs. Blown rails. So then it's penis like, flying all over yeah, the place. Mm-hmm. So then it's cookies and hamburgers and eat shit, dog. <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh, fuck it. The, the, the big uh, celebratory dinner he gives him that that one point. Yeah. It would kill that's, seven dogs. That's the fucking Widowmaker right there. <laughs> it's we, a pile of cookies but over guys, like kibble and beer. It's yeah. a big dog. Yeah. It's invincible. <laughs> Maybe with Beethoven where it, I actually am remembering like those dogs with the fucking yeah. beer barrels yes. underneath their goddamn necks. St. Bernard's. Yes. Yeah. Like, but this is, it's just, a, it's a nice dog. It's a dog de Bordeaux. And the funny thing about this dog that I was reading, like the main one, yeah. I guess there was a few dogs, but the main one that you see throughout most of the movie was only like 13 months old. Oh, wow. So those dogs get huge. Yeah. Well, and which it's kind of great because the pup, this essentially still a puppy is massive. It's huge. And like the thing is that it's funny we brought, brought up the shit thing because the jowl fucking saliva is oh, yeah. essentially code for shit. It's like, not. Yeah, it's you're not getting na- it's shit. Nasty, you're yeah. not seeing any shit and piss everywhere, but you're seeing a lot of the slop. Oh, the yeah. slop. Yeah, the, just just buckets of drool coming oh, yes. off this dog <laughs> and to the point where Tom Hank has to empty his shoes because they're full of drool. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like somebody jizzed in his shoes. It yeah. looks like you got some prop cum on your hands here. <laughs> but yes, while he's doing this whole thing and buying this dog all this food, the dog destroys the house. And that this is a humorous thing. Watch it's it humorous, but it's also like vindictive because yeah. this dog is like smashing China. Yeah. That like when Tom Hank comes home, <laughs> there's all these like teacups that are shattered at one point. I was like, what'd you do that for? Hooch? Unless you truly hate this guy. Of well, course. this is when he loads his gun and is going to shoot this dog himself. After <laughs> we can't, because like, What's weird about this, we were talking about this last night. What's weird about this movie, among many things, is how truly unhinged this Tom Hanks character is in like fits and starts. In the grocery store, when the woman is like, oh, it's $96, he flips out. He starts screaming at her and he pulls out like a hot dog toy and he's like, well, if I give this back, what is that making? Whoa! Like he's just like screaming in this store. For no well, reason. Well, all of his money's going to this house, apparently. So he's got he, he can't take it anymore. He's stressed. There should be a thing also 
because he must be renting it. Otherwise, there should have been shit in this movie about like the new homeowners yeah, or something, yeah. and they see the dog trashing the place and want to like get out of the that deal. That would be good because that would add something to the movie, Anything. some type of tension to his life. Yes. Well, you need other characters that are funny. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, there's no like. I mean, like Tom Hanks is doing, has to do all the comedy but work. But the dog the, is funny. The dog is funny. <laughs> the dog is very funny. He doesn't have like, and, and Reginald Val Johnson can be funny, but he's not yeah. allowed to be. Craig T. Nelson can be funny. He's not allowed to be. No. I did like the Craig T. Nelson scene when he's like, hey, uh, dickhead, you sent out for all this fucking DNA shit. Turns out that's expensive. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's kind of that. great. It's a weird, like, our department's never dealt with this before, so we yeah. don't know how much this shit costs or whatever. And but D like DNA was just invented. Too, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah. It's just weird, though, because it's like, well, if it helps the case. Shouldn't you do it? Should, yeah. Shouldn't you do it? Craig yeah. T. Nelson. Well, I don't know. That's a, you Democrats want to defund the police. You can't do this. <laughs> Look, I can't would, do both, Andrew. You can't do both. I would do it under any other circumstances. But to bother a fish factory like that, I, <laughs> I can't on my conscience. So uh, the, he meets up with uh, Hooch, gets kicked out of the house. He meets yeah. up with the collie. And then he by goes the way, the Tom Hank also helps destroy his own house by kicking a fucking soccer ball through the window. Oh, right. That's <sighs> hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like that. I'm sorry. No, but he, he winds up going back to Mayor Winningham's house. And this is when he goes into her house and she, she's like, oh, you know, like, why, why don't you hang out for a bit? He's like, well, you didn't finish painting. And he just starts painting her house. Dude, nope. This, this is some fucking Dahmer shit. Dude. Absolutely. Get out of here. This is like I'm getting some late night action type mm -hmm. of thing. Like I'm not leaving your house until I do your chores. But <laughs> but that's even worse though because like they paint and they 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 flirt or whatever, and he's like ah, oh. and she's like, you want to go for a walk? He's like, well, I can't go for a walk because if we go for a walk, you're gonna be like. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna like you even more, and then you're gonna like me even more, and then you know, three months later, you're gonna be calling me a selfish bastard, and I'm uh -huh. like, what the fuck and is then wrong? Four, with four months later, your head's in my refrigerator. <laughs> Just <laughs> just here's the thing. Just. 69 with her. A little bit. That's oh. all she she's not talking about yeah. falling in love. She's a lonely doctor, a lonely animal doctor at that. She just so wants I, to I, get I, some jump dick. jump to the 69. Interesting. Look, I wouldn't even say like look, hand stuff on the swinging love seat on the porch. That's some sure. heavy petting. Sure. Show me something in this movie. Show them fucking make out. I mean, they at least do have sexual intercourse in yes. this movie, and then they don't like, show it. They don't, but like Thank they you. they do show them like about to make that omelet, but then it's like the horniness consumes them once yeah. again, and they're about to fuck, and then like he has this epiphany about the case, and I, dude, I was like, lay her and then go figure this out yeah. because it's the middle of the night anyway, yeah, and that just leads to the, the like the pointless stakeout scene that, with him and the dog. But that must have sex. Come on, you're fucking Tom Hanks in this movie. What is it going to take? 20 minutes? Uh, Mayor Winningham asks him in that omelet scene, how's your back? And I'm like, holy shit, what was going on? <laughs> Did you notice the scratch marks all oh, over him? Oh, nice, you? dude. Chelsea made a good point. She was like, maybe that was Hooch that did yes, that? Yes, yeah. I think but so. But if not, Mayor Winningham, man. Now we're talking. He had sex with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> the dog was just foreplay chief. <laughs> <laughs> They're all chickens. The rooster has sex with them all. We had to arrest Tom Hank. <laughs> <laughs> he screwed the pooch. But yeah. instead, instead of like going on that walk that one night, yeah. he goes home and he's like, 
well, now as good a time as any to give this dog a bath. And this is where it is the closest cinema has come to seeing Tom Hanks's taint. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. so almost naked. It's kind of like he is spread uh, eagle trying to nice. get this dog in the bathroom and he's bent over. I was like, I've never seen Tom Hanks like this. <laughs> They're no, that, both wet. <laughs> I mean, the back cheeks are sculpted. Mm-hmm. Like it really Big must time. be he's saying doing like some squats, dude. Oof, even like compared to the Philadelphia area, this is hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Philadelphia isn't exactly a no, hot no, that's, film. Uh, come on. That's I mean, he looks attractive. good at it. Yeah, come on. For the beginning parts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so yeah, this is, we get to the scene where there, he brings the dog to the police station. Yes. He's in the office. This is where he cuts the fart and whatnot. And then like. There's a wedding across the street. Yes. Filled with more, you know, cri- mo- the most criminals at a wedding since a Godfather mm. movie. See, I, I, this, this whole, th- it's so farcical, right? The, like the, the chance that the criminal is having a giant wedding across the street but I think from a police department. I think that's a weird product of like, we're supposed to understand that this is an incredibly small town sure, that also just has but, this crime syndicate in it. I mean, but you're right. I but mean, also it's just like, it's it. This is the entire ending. This is how the movie ends. Is this guy happened to book the town gazebo for the <laughs> wedding? I guess that I would buy more into that. The fact that it's just a small town thing. If they made a, more of a point, but like he knows boy yet. Yeah, like they've known each other a while. He just meets Boyette for the first. Well, that's time. the thing. Yeah. If it was a small town, that'd be interesting. Yeah. If we, if they knew every, knew more people. And I guess he only knows the old people, which is weird. What is he getting into? Is he a granny shagger? He might be he a might granny be shagger, shagger hanging, uh, you know, scoping for tail at the VFW, dude. Mm-hmm. The old, the muffin lady, <laughs> and then the. the I just wanted to give you a muffin to celebrate what you did to my muffin. <laughs> oh, man. For my number one muff diver. <laughs> Come back with me to room 237. <laughs> and maybe um, the old man, too. The uh, other night, me, Amish, and that young cop went to town. <laughs> oh, oh, the pleasure. Yes. Marie, when I tell you it was hours before I came up for air. Oh. <laughs> Oh, girl. Oh, the ghost of my dead husband was jerking <laughs> off in the corner. It was like being in a car wash, but there was no soap or water. <laughs> That's right, Marie. I cucked a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you stay there, ghost, while my ass is being eaten. <laughs> <laughs> You know that has to have happened. Absolutely. Old old people get visions like that. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking History Channel special. A ghost watched my <laughs> ass be eaten. Oh, Scotty, nice face. Mind if I shit on it? <laughs> Here's oh, muffin nice. for the, my number one ass eater. <laughs> Don't be afraid to get into those wrinkles real good. Straighten oh. them out. Yes. Oh, come on. With your tongue, your young tongue. <laughs> Wife. So anyway, uh-huh. the heavy character is taking <laughs> photographs at the wedding. Hooch sees him out the window, yeah. starts barking, runs down. It's a big chase. Tom Hanks uh, commandeers this dude's car at one point. This guy, Ernie. Yeah. This guy's been in a bunch of stuff. He's played a character named Ernie multiple times. Sure. But you can see him coming up uh or maybe, I don't know, whenever this episode airs, it might already be out. The new, uh, totally great Nicolas Cage film, Pig. Uh-huh. There's a scene in that movie where Nicolas Cage, very calmly, very grounded, completely destroys this guy's life just by talking to him. And it's incredible. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. This guy gets fucking 
it's the most like level-headed dressing down you will ever see in a movie. It's fucking great. And it's this Ernie character. Can't wait to see it. Well, I love, I mean, it's one of those things where this is supposed to be a joke because it's like, this is my mom's car. I'm like, I just need more than that. You know what I mean? Like, it needs to be, it's my mom's car and like, they fuck, they destroy it, but they don't. It's like, oh no, you're going too fast. It's like, that's not enough. He should drive it into the water. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. or like, you know, eggs get all over it or something. Yeah, it goes through like a farmer's market and whatnot. Detective Turner, please. This is my mom's car and I still haven't disposed of the body (laughs) in the trunk. (laughs) (laughs) That would be something. Uh, So he's like, okay, now they have the license plate. They have an idea who this guy is. And uh, he goes up to, he's like, oh, he was working for Boyette. That guy uh, who runs the fishery down there. And this is when Craig T. Nelson's like, well, I guess my buddy Boyette will let us just look inside of his place. I'm like, nah, dude, you need a warrant. You need a warrant to come inside my Craig canner. T. Nelson gets a, he gets a oh, search he, warrant. He, yeah, because yeah, Tom Hanks is like, hey, listen, this is the deal. We think something fishy's going on in Boyette's <laughs> place. I didn't mean to do that, but yeah. I'll say that I did. Uh <laughs> But um, yeah, and then he's like, he's like, well, Chief, I think we need a search warrant for that because he's just screaming through this whole yes. movie. And Craig T. Nelson, he, it's a weird. He's like, well, yeah, I think I can arrange that. Like he does yeah, get okay. one. All right. Well, yeah. So there's the initial initial search, and then later on, he just shows up again without a warrant with Correct. the dog. Yes. Correct. That's the yeah. one where he throws it in a, a famed character actor Jim Beaver's face. Like, <laughs> dude, Jim Beaver in this movie couldn't yeah, believe yeah, it. Yeah, Ellsworth from Deadwood, fantastic actor. He's just like, what? Okay, I guess you can just do whatever you like then. <laughs> yeah, because he said he's like, well, I don't know if Mr. Boyette would sign on for this, and he's like, uh, Tom Hanks is like, oh well, Mr. Boyette told me that it was fine, mm. and you know they go in. Jim Beaver also, he's the dude in Breaking Bad yeah. who sells Mike the Cleaner all those yeah, guns. Yeah. yeah, he rules. He's yeah, good. he's fucking totally great. But yeah, I mean, like, sort of the end of this movie is like he's like, all right, I'm gonna go. Now that he's been taken off the case for whatever reason, is like I'm gonna go rogue here. And he goes to the motel. And this is when the movie like just takes a sharp turn into an action movie. Like canine at the very least is kind yeah. of an action movie the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. And that's what, what kind of makes that movie work. Yes. This is like, it's been dog farting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> like he goes to this like uh sleazy motel and he's like, tell me where, you know, Zach Gregor is or whatever. He's like, I won't. And he just shoots at this dude. And like yeah. Tom Hanks just shoots at this guy. I'm like, what movie am it's I watching? It's so weird. And like the way that they film him, there's a lot of like red light like yeah. in the CD motel office or whatever. And Tom Hanks is like really being nasty to this guy. Yeah. And you're like, this is a completely different movie and a completely different character. Once yeah. again, it's a maniac I would, cop. I would honestly <laughs> so prefer just like him talking about, yeah, you want to fuck glassy, don't you? Yeah. You want to put it too? like, just go Jim Belushi, do it. Just talk to about how the dog, how you want to fuck the dog. Question about, because right before the whole motel thing is the stakeout, which also comes right after the fucking. Yeah. Like he goes from the fucking and he's like, oh, I got it. And they do the stakeout. And talk about just killing time. In a movie. This Yeah, this stakeout is just him talking to this dog. I don't know if some of it's like Tom Hanks ad-libbing or whatever, but there's one part where like... Mm-hmm. Like Hooch, he's like, oh, Hooch, I bought you some snakes, too, for the stakeout. Yeah. And he's giving him treats. And then Tom Hanks starts eating one. Yeah. You know. What the fuck? In the very next, like, they cut, and it's, like, the next moment of this thing, he's acting super stoned. And I was like, 
is this some bit where like Scooby it's, snacks? It's yeah, it's like THC cookie treats or something. Like because oh, he for this one part, yeah. like this one bit of that stakeout scene, he's clearly acting stoned for no reason, and then it cuts and he's fine again. I don't understand what that was supposed to be. I, I think he's detached from reality <laughs> oh, because sure. he's been fucking ratatatting with this dog all night. Yeah. Dog is saying nothing, by the way, because dogs say nothing. Th- there is also a line like, "Oh, it tastes like." Like health food. Uh-huh. That's nice dig. Yeah, yes. totally. Uh, so you guys take any- that trying not to die of heart disease, you <laughs> pig. Any of you guys ever eat any dog or cat food or anything? You try it out? No, but I remember I definitely, and this this will tell you how fucking irresponsible this movie is. It's definitely when I watched it, I was kind of like, would those be good? Like for a minute, I was like, wait a minute, would those be any good? I never tried it, but I, I, was like, I a, never have. So. I, I never have, but I had a friend growing up who he he's a neighborhood friend. He'd come over to the house, and we had we had two big dogs, and uh, so my dad would buy like the fucking Sam's Club like massive container of dog little like just biscuits. This motherfucker would just be over at the house eating them. Eating them? Eating them. Wow. It was disgusting. I, those things are pretty thick. When they like you could crack a tooth on the uh, the bigger ones. I mean, no, the tiny also ones. coming out is gonna be a real problem. <laughs> These were like no, they were like little like they were shaped like little bones, yeah, but they were sure. just like baked crackers. They weren't like rawhide or anything. No, no, no but, but even like, still, no, the, those milk bones will like they're they're, they're sharp. Those are sharp crumbs, man, coming on out. Is that right? No, they I mean, shatter bad. I, I, I never shit out of milk bones, dude. No, I've stepped on them, and I'm like, ouch, that <laughs> hurts. Oh, sure. That's the same thing. Well, the butt of my foot is a lot less sensitive than my asshole. But, but... <laughs> So I did but you the got the, Good but, point. But, but in your body, yeah. you got all the belly acid. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that helps soften it. <laughs> but this guy, this guy, man, and it was it was the kind of thing where it was like multiple flavors, like in the container. Sure, this motherfucker tried them all yeah. right in front of my face. Couldn't that's even believe insane. It. That's like a kid thing trying to impress somebody. Oh like, yeah, not yeah. me. <laughs> I wasn't impressed. I, I was know, disgusted. Dude, tw- 20 years later, you're telling all these people. <laughs> the milk bone boy. <laughs> well, it was a cautionary tale. If you have a friend like that, you got to drop that. Well, yeah, put him down. Put him down. Yep. Indeed, dude. Yeah. But uh, you yeah. want to be a dog? I'll treat you like a dog. <laughs> Here, have some Alpo. No, out of the bowl. No. On the floor. <laughs> have some death serum. <laughs> you with this death serum. Do you think it's in a big can or uh, like? Yeah, well, I imagine it's in a bag. Brand X. <laughs> you know, it's two different serums when they have to do that. Unfortunately. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that? Is it like a time thing? One, no, one's like some knockout juice, and then the mm. other's like a heart stopper. Is that, that what we do I'll for? I'll take in, some in, of the knockout <laughs> juice. You put me down for some of the knockout juice. So we got one knockout juice, <laughs> two heart stoppers for me. <laughs> Uh, that, oh, so shit. I guess this is similar to how we put down people in this country, mm, right? Yeah, because because yeah. United States capital punishment still here, folks. Pretty capital cold. punishment was still here, yet we fucking ran circles trying to put Kevorkian in jail. I don't understand it. I don't get it at all. I think that guy's a hero. Hero. Uh, I'm on that one. I agree. Um, yeah, <laughs> Kaczynski too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets captured by Gregor here, and the the joke is because earlier in the movie. We're supposed to think he's a, a, a real pansy because he uses a seatbelt all the time. This is actually kind of great. Yes. The movie <laughs> totally telegraphs it, but even still, exquisite. Because the guy's like, oh, you're putting on your seatbelt. That's not going to keep you safe from me because I got a gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he fucking just runs into like 
some sort of column or something, yes. some s- cement something some or other. barrier, yeah. This yes. motherfucker just goes right through the windshield. Which is cool, but him just like hitting a, f- a concrete fence outside the motel felt a little anticlimactic. But, but also, what if you actually, you could actually kill this piece of shit doing this. Yes. Well, what, what, what are you going to do? And or break your both of your legs. Like, yeah, congratulations. Right. You're not going to go through the thing, but you're still in. All right. Traction. Gonna, tell me what you know. Oh, he's dead. Uh, he's fucking dead. All of a sudden, oh this, like Tom Hanks turns into fucking Dom Toretto. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And so it's like a third Tom Hanks in this movie. And uh, the dog is biting his neck to get information. Yeah. I would have liked it if, you know what? This guy killed Hooch's master, killed Hooch's Amos friend. Hooch should get the kill here. Yes. Hooch, you know what it should be, Steve, is Tom Hanks is like, all right, Hooch, we got the info. Let's get out of here. And then, like, Hooch kind of, like, looks up and he still has his fucking, like, chompers over this dude's throat. And he goes, not today, Turner. (laughs) And fucking just eats the throat out of this dude's fucking neck. Or, you know, all right, let's get out of here, Hooch. Hooch, my gun! No! And Hooch just shoots the dude. I heard head. a metallic squink. <laughs> you know, you're the right about the neck biting. He does like two fake out neck bites in this movie, right? Yeah. He needs a real one. I yes. need to see blood and sinew being removed yes. from a man's body. Yeah, oh, I, I want that thing emptied out. I want a watermelon rind where his neck <laughs> Absolutely. was. Like, just fucking empty it. <laughs> it's just so much blood because, you know, <laughs> People have a lot of blood, especially cut the throat like that. So then Tom Hanks is just doing his, oh, my God, what are you doing? Dude, he's falling then, down in blood, yeah, no, trying to get up and keeps falling down then, in more blood. Dude, and then at the end of this movie, Hooch just looks like Cujo at the yes. end. Yeah. He's completely covered. He goes back to Mary Winningham. She's like, oh, my God, the dog's putting his. Like, That's not the dog's blood. Yeah, then. <laughs> Special effects by Tom Savini. <laughs> it would rule. I would have liked to have seen that. It's a that. better well, movie. You know, we'll Definitely. see what Disney Plus does. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe Josh Peck is having this dog eat people. Yeah, well, that would be something. I'm going to tell you something here, Mayor Winningham. Uh, Post throat eating shits, not so pretty <laughs> and not so tight packed. This, this dog's been shitting out trachea for days. <laughs> Then the end of this movie turns into L.A. Confidential for a hot minute. Like when, <laughs> when fucking uh, Craig T. Nelson shows up, he's like, oh, yep. I called all the backup. They're on their way. Yeah, dude. Craig T. Nelson pulling the shotgun on Tom Hanks. Yeah. Kind of badass. Here's my question about this, though. Um, I mean, it's because it's complete bullshit. I like, guess not really a question, but like. The end of this movie, like to facilitate the stupid twist of like Craig T. Nelson was in on it the whole time. It means that for whatever reason, I guess, like Tom Hanks doesn't call Reginald Val Johnson. Yes. What are you doing? He's the one you trust. It's so ridiculous. Like it's Reginald Val Johnson. I'm sorry. He's fucking awesome. He's in this movie up until the very end. The climax action scene? Literally the end. Like, the button on the movie also involves Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah, the very ass end. You're forgetting he cannot do his job. Yes. The one black character in this movie cannot do his job. Make sure (laughs) you know that. I mean, here's the thing. At least Reginald Bell Johnson wasn't crooked. Yeah. (laughs) That would be devastating for me. It's a movie where Reginald Bell Johnson... (laughs) Reginald Bell Johnson is the villain and a dog is murdered. I'd have to turn it off. I, I oh I don't know if Reginald Bell Johnson just shot that dog in the head, <laughs> it would change your perception. Of I Reginald. thought that dog had a ray gun. <laughs> yeah, then I think Turner Hooch takes over K nine. I yeah, think that's the, the trick. 
but no, uh, you know, he, this is where, you know, um, I, I actually like, you know, um, Craig T. Nelson's pretending that he's in, on Hanks' side, but Hanks knows immediately that he's crooked and Hanks disarms Craig T. Nelson pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, it's like something out of Tombstone. Dude. Yeah. He fucking flips this gun around. It's yeah. pretty nuts. He's got the shotgun, but then Boyette shows up, gets a drop on him. Is this guy Boyette anybody? Because he's, like, uh, you know, he's he's in the prophecy. He plays that that old beat cop that is like, oh, oh shit, well, really? Funny. Yeah, he's, a, <laughs> he's just one of those like, character actor dudes. He's he's way mustache. better in the prophecy. Sure. This character is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. No. It's just like the bad guy until you find well, that, out Craig T. Nelson is the bad we guy. We need a yeah. parlor scene with him. Have like I'm gonna go up to Mr. Boyette's office and talk to him and I got the dog and the dog is now eating his fish tank or going crazy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be fun. Something. Anything. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The parlor scene is four lines of Craig T. Nelson being like something, something. South America. When I came back from Vietnam, I think. Is oh, involved. yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, he was doing that like American gangster coffin thing or something. Mm -hmm. Isn't that exactly what Lethal Weapon is too? Like Probably they all came out after Vietnam. See, the thing is like Vietnam was like going to prison. You all came out like criminals no matter what. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, knew sure. everything. <laughs> yes, and you were in, really into the drug trade. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, so this is when... And we've talked about it a bunch, but Boyette shoots Hooch in the chest. As and this dog is jumping down yes. off of a thing, like in slow motion, mm -hmm. to save, save Tom his life. Hank life. Yeah, saving his life. Tom save Hank life. <laughs> save Tom Hank life. And here's the thing. Like, all right, you want to kill this dog. Yes, I do. <laughs> For whatever reason, you think like it will make the movie better or whatever. Okay. But you know what? Let's just have the sliver, the tiniest little sliver of fucking class and not show a squib go Dis off on a fake dog. <laughs> I disagree. It's There's, kind of funny. Well, it's just the one, like he's using like a pistol or something. Yeah. I would like a fucking shotgun. You see this fucking dog <laughs> flip in the air and fly across the room. It's like a John Woo movie with hooch <laughs> yeah. yeah. spiraling in the fucking... <laughs> so, some doves come out of him. <laughs> I would love it if it was like, yeah, he gets shot in the shoulder like an action movie kind yeah. of a thing, and they get shot again. <laughs> but I, but no, but the dog gets shot, and I mean, like to your point, dude, it's like in Canine, the dog gets shot, but you see it sort of like it's a different angle, like you just sort of like you no, know no the squibs to be you found, know the no dog and shot. And and that movie was dancing around danger. This movie's just been farting in a house. Exactly. So he gets <laughs> shot, and uh, Boyek gets shot, and this is what like. Craig T. Nelson's doing this thing. He's like, well, the only way that anyone's going to believe that I'm not crooked is if we both walk out of here alive and just talk. You know, you say that now you're in on it for some reason. I'm like, this isn't going to work. I Craig don't understand. The thing is, Craig T. Nelson, the way to get away with this is you fucking kill Tom Hanks. Yeah. And you say that Boyette did it and you fucking shot Boyette. You do departed on him, man. Anthony Anderson, <laughs> everybody gets shot in the uh -huh. head. The dog. Man, that fucking elevator scene to this day. Yeah, shocking. Departed. Yeah, Unbelievable. Even James Badge Dale, man. Nobody saw him coming. <laughs> that dude, one of the most unsung actors working right now, James Badge Dale. Very solid. Great. Now, guys, we were dancing around canine a lot in this episode. I just want to point it out to people that it was the episode seven of wow. this podcast. Holy shit. Back in like early 2011. That's right. We've been, so you, on the Patreon archive, you can find it there. 550 but, something episodes. Yeah. Can you, look at that. Because <laughs> we've been around forever, Chris. We have been around for quite some time, Eric. Didn't we do 
the second K9 movie also. K9 PI. Oh, right. Or is that no, the K- third one? No, we did K911. K911. It is. There was K911 and K9 PI. I think we did K911. Did we not do PI? Well, we never did K9 PI. We should. Yeah, okay. Episode 83 is K911 also in the Patreon archive. We should do K- K9PI. Is that the one with the microchips? No, I think that's K911 because yeah. that's also the one. No, with that's the, the one with the towers. <laughs> the insane, like, there's a park scene where there's, like, this wild shootout going on. Yes, and, and K911, you see the dog's dick in that yeah, one. Yeah, very <laughs> openly. spent a lot of time on the dog's Big dick. Big time. Uh, we, I mean, I'm actually, you know what? We're like, you know, 90 plus minutes in this episode. Haven't talked about it at all. Good for us, by the way. Let's not get carried away. But I would be remiss if we did not touch on the fact this dog's penis is all over this movie. Is it really? I, 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 oh, my God. This fucking honking monster this thing's got. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't really I notice. the monster. Yeah, I didn't see this. What? Am I the only perv this I week? I think you might. You might yeah, be the yeah, one. Because here's the thing. This dog is packing heat not for nothing with this fucking Speedo going on. Confirmation Tom Hanks is back. Oh, sure. Movie. Unless, oh, unless yeah. he's being, you know. Welcome let, home, Rita Wilson. <laughs> let's, let's Tom Savini hooked him up down there. <laughs> Come on, sex machine. Give me a fake junk. <laughs> but uh, while Craig T. Nelson is trying to, you know, he's about to kill Tom Hanks anyway. Yeah. But the dog, this got me a laugh. I, like, because the dog, I, it's a poor little dog actor who's like, Pretending to be sleeping, bleeding yeah. from the chest, like crawling, like I gotta save Tom Hanks. <laughs> Someone's gotta be in Apollo thirteen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he bites Craig T. Nelson on the leg. Yeah. Craig T. Nelson's distracted. Tom Hanks fucking totally ices him. You don't see. I mean, and that's the thing. Is you see the dog get it. You don't see Craig. T. I want to see Craig T. Nelson's back open up. Absolutely. A Absolutely, Definitely. dude, like fucking Ed Harris in History of Violence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just needed to be like, <laughs> go down. Tom Hanks is covered in the back spray. Oh, <laughs> he falls into a fucking fish tank. The whole thing. <laughs> Boyette. And then he goes into Boyette, who's dead. Anyway, take, puts a shotgun right to his nose. Sure. This yeah. is for Hooch. Yep. Spray. <laughs> Closed casket. Now, you, now you. Yeah, he just says closed <laughs> casket. <laughs> Don't give him the dignity, man, yeah. of the open no. casket. No, I do. I want to hear him to say closed casket, or like. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> or you make him into fish food. You take yes. the little flakes that come off from the shotgun blast, well, and you throw them in a. In let the me fish. tell you, if yeah. I was going up against these criminals mm-hmm. and whatnot, and one of them killed my dog. I'd skin these motherfuckers and absolutely. make them chum. I'd I absolutely. absolutely would. I'd be too lazy. I'd just blow their face off. <laughs> that, that, that seems, yeah, freaking easy. <laughs> then Tom Hanks is driving to the vet. You're going to be okay. <laughs> Sing the fucking song. <laughs> Are you a dog doctor? Are you a dog doctor? Before we get there here, you need your strength. I cut off their penises. Eat it. <laughs> I know, I know. We could have saved you if I didn't cut them off each individually, but I had to do it. So he brings this fucking dog to Mayor Winningham. Mm-hmm. Help me save this dog. She's doing her. You watch this dog <laughs> die, bleed out on the fucking table. You watch this dog's yeah. eyes close. Mayor Winningham's like, 
he's lost a lot of blood. I'm like, you know what? Not this movie. Nice I, I thought Tom Hank was going to do a tr- transfusion or something. <laughs> so you take yeah. some of mine. Yeah, do it. Take my human blood and put it in him. And let me tell you, you know, I think the character that he plays here is fucking despicable, but Tom Hank is great actor. Yes. And, you know, he's fucking talking to this dog oh, on the yeah. table and he's like, you're going to be all right, champ. It's a, and she's like, you know, he lost a lot of blood, you know, and he's like, it's all right. That's a, you're going to be all right. Just stay, just. Stay. And I'm like, this was billed and sold yes. as a children's movie. What, what was the laugh situation? The fucking theater then? Well, that's Steve? the weird thing. I must have blocked this out from trauma. Of course I, you did. I don't remember it at all. When I was six. Uh, I don't remember a lot when I was six, FYI. But no, <laughs> I just don't know. I it just I don't remember the end of the, the, this movie. I, I, when it happened last, I was like, oh, shit, this dog's dying. Because I, I kept thinking of canine. Again, canine, it's cute because the dog gets shot. The do- You don't see the vet operate. And then they come in and the dog looks to be dead. And like, yeah. he's like, oh, man, Jerry Lee, I can't believe it. Oh, jeez. And then the dog's eye opens. It's really cute. And the whole joke is like he keeps making all these promises and it's adorable it's a fun little scene not like this dog's literally dead forever kids well, yeah that, well that's the thing tom hanks can make you cry jim belushi ain't making you cry no he no, makes you cry for good. different reasons <laughs> yes from laughter but here, here's the thing though on top of this oh, this fucking traumatic thing these poor children in the theaters and whatnot i mean i watched this as a 37 year old man for the first time i was devastated i can't even imagine but this movie then does the final indignity yeah. of like, you know, Tom, H- flash forward, whatever. Tom Hanks coming home from work. He's now the chief of police. He's the chief yeah. of police. He's mm. married to Mayor Winningham. There's collie puppies going on. And Tom We're Hanks. We're doing Lady in the Tramp horse shit, which yeah. is annoying. Yeah, of course. Of course. There's some of, yeah, there's some hooch variety and there's. Yeah. Right. But you don't see the hooch variety. And Mayor Winningham is like. He's going crazy again. He's upstairs. Yes. And in the minds of these yes. fucking children <laughs> watching this movie in 1989 or this 37-year-old man watching yeah. it last <laughs> night, I'm pointing to myself. I'm like, oh, the dog made it. Yes. And the movie thinks that it's fine that when Tom Hank opened door, it's a little, pu- it's like a, a hooch puppy. Yeah. The dog that was murdered <laughs> is still murdered. Like it, it's a fucking yeah, fake out. But you it kn- gives you hope and then takes it away. <laughs> this movie no, no, is no, no, cruel no. as fuck. It's a different kind of hope. Like, but I, I do love the like. Roger Spottis would definitely didn't think ever that the fucking final image of this cute puppy fucking hooch was going to be met by Andrew Trooper with fuck you, no. fuck you. See, it's a beautiful message because you finally know that the dog came inside that other dog. <laughs> yes, of course, that's what we need. And that's what all the kids in the audience are like, oh, thank God. It's just stunning. Well, that it's, it's one of those things we always say, right? It's like so many people had to say yes. Like yeah. So many people were like, you know what, Spottiswood? Great idea. I can't even imagine. And the people at Touchstone Pictures, all the way up to fucking, you know, Eisner himself looking at this shit. Well, Tom, yeah, it's totally fine. Put it out. Tom Hanks, at least in the IMDb trivia, had said like, yeah, I guess that movie probably would have done better if it didn't kill the dog at the end. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's maybe. kind of insane to also just because of the sequels. You know, yes, you could exactly. have maybe done, they're taking down someone else now and mm-hmm. the dog is there. Also, Because then he's actually, yeah. that yeah. great idea, right? Because right? then he becomes, that's the end of the movie. He becomes a police dog. Exactly. Canine and a half. And now his little puppy comes along on the ride along. Totally. <laughs> Test screenings ruin it again.
See, like they just listen to it too closely. It's just, it's just, it's, it's such a fucking douchebag excuse of like, well, the people thought it was fine. <laughs> Fuck you. Have some independent thought. I love it. I mean, it's it's <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible end. It's oh. it's amazing that they did it this way. Yeah. It's a, I'll never get over it. I'll never <laughs> not be dumbfounded at that, at that decision. I mean, there are some clearly over the decades of this medium, some really dumb studio decisions. This is up there. It's up there. I know you think I'm fucking crazy. I don't think you're crazy. You're all looking at me like I'm a fucking asshole, but I'm not. This movie is cruel and terrible, and everybody involved should have went to prison, except Mayor Winningham. So you're she not, tried to save him. You're not recommending it. <laughs> no, this movie can fucking die, dude. Would anybody else recommend it? Because that is the end of the movie. No, there's nothing here. I mean, like again, like it's so sparse. Even the dog comedy stuff isn't there. You needed more comedy in this film to make it even worthwhile and or more action and you get neither and I do think it's it, I think it's a dumb decision to kill the dog I'm with you on that uh, although it is kind of hilarious to watch a dog I'm always a fan of a dog puppet even I, if, I like the dog dying listen yeah. like, I, <laughs> when it's when it's called for like in something like a man's best friend mm. where it's clearly like silly town sci-fi yeah. monster thing fine sure you grow to love this dog sure. and like it's not even a thing where you can make an argument that it teaches children anything about no, anything well the, ideally your dog will be shot by craig t nelson <laughs> yeah <laughs> ideally ideally just i mean i would just by nature not want craig t nelson near my dog mm -hmm. anymore yeah, just exactly. but I, yeah i don't i i this is a very bad movie i don't recommend it I definitely have to say I, I watched it. I definitely watched it a few times when I was a kid to a point where I remembered scenes like vividly. Did you have the, this on VHS? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, this was definitely <laughs> part of the Will Cabin horde. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> it's his swashbuckling days at the fucking Columbia house. Um, yeah. oh, bestie, best of that empire. <laughs> Took all that gold back to Spain with him. There might have been two copies of this piece of shit. For all I know. Oh, sure. uh, but yeah, don't, don't see it. Don't see it. Uh, yeah, it's not a recommend for me either. Either I will say I liked it better than 101 Dalmatians because here you can see that the dogs can get hurt, and that's sure. reassuring for mortality reasons. <laughs> I think you know my well documented now beef with uh, the end of this movie aside, it's not funny. Tom Hanks clearly doesn't want to be doing this movie, yep. everything else around it is so ill written and thin, like it's just. Bad. And you know, the other thing is, we didn't talk about this. I didn't get the list of names, but like, did you guys notice uh, the opening credit? Yeah. There's like five or maybe yeah. six screenwriters here. Five or six screenwriters and four editors. Oh, is that? Oh, I missed that Four part. editors. What was this? A five-hour cut of Turner and Hooch? Did we <laughs> yeah. see all the fucking family? Craig T. Nelson actually comes back to life, goes ah. to Mayor Winningham's house, chops up the dog's dead body. Oh, nice. <laughs> that was the thing. And that's what took two hours extra. That's makes, just that scene. He makes Tom Hanks that. eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we certainly ate it this week. That is Turner and Hooch from 89, directed by Roger Spottiswood. If you would like more We Hate Movies, of course, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. We got a lot going on there uh, this month. We currently are rocking a WLM on Ironman. Mm -hmm. Iron Man, man. That's a real fun one. Uh, yeah. We also got a animation damnation on The Mummy, the animated series. Oh, you guys Ooh. remember that? Because no one else does, including no. the people who made it. If you want to watch along with us on that one, it is on Peacock. Yeah. 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 And it's and terrible. 
You got to gleep this month? Who are we gleeping? Yes, we are. Well, we're continuing on the story of Ken, mm-hmm. the great Star Wars character of Ken. You, Those of you who are subscribers know that we talked about him last month and Ken's adventures. Uh, so this month we're talking about his father, Triclops, who is a three-eyed mutant offspring of Emperor Palpatine. Hot. You know, here's the thing. Like, yeah. you, they're talking about, like, whatever the next, like, trilogy is going to be for Star Wars and whatnot. I don't know, man. The fucking Ken saga. It's right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, you're looking for cheap stuff. Just Ken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't got to spend much. Uh, you know, course, and, yeah, of course, we're always doing the. We also have the Nexus yeah, uh, Star yeah. Trek recap show. And yeah. uh, we uh, we also have a uh, Melrose 210, another, yes. another great installment coming out of that one. Yeah. And if you didn't uh, catch it uh, last month, still obviously available, of course, for your enjoyment. The Jack Asmentary. Oh, yeah. uh, listen to Chris Cabin cackle at the three of us writhing in pain watching that it, movie. It really was wonderful. <laughs> and our uh, once in a lifetime show where we talk about lifetime movies. Movies. In August, we're going to have a new one. It's very exciting, but we already have episodes on Stalked by My Doctor and Death of a Cheerleader, mm-hmm. and that's the original Death of the Cheerleader. I know they made a 2019 one confuse some folks. And yeah. on that $10 tier, just since we're talking old stuff, the, the Snyder Cut. We got four hours right. of the Snyder Cut on there. That's right. Uh, yeah, the three-part uh, special we did uh, titled The Snyder Sessions. Yes. Snyder Sessions. We do a lot. I can't even remember the name of some mm-hmm. of the shit we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, that's all Patreon. And on the main feed here, the show will continue next week. As always, next Tuesday, Steve, what are we talking about? Uh, to commemorate old M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> old, old, for old men, we'll talk about uh-huh. The Village. Ooh. I'm yeah. interested about this. Yeah. Uh, I haven't rewatched it since theaters, and I have a feeling my tune might be changing next week. Ooh, yeah. interesting. I don't know, because I'm, I'm getting soft in my old age, you guys. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I mean, actual directors who are doing somewhat original stuff, you just kind of like, maybe they're good. That's the thing. When you go back now, after all the, the Marvelfication and Disneyfication of it all, when you watch shit like that, you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how Speed Racer became a modern masterpiece. Is everybody's like, it's just fucking dry out here, I, people. I, I watched that movie a while ago, The Village. It's a solid two and a half. It's right in the middle. It's uh-huh. not exactly good. It's uh-huh. not exactly bad. Uh, there's some nice shots. It's kind of stupid. Um, <laughs> well, sure. So yeah. we'll have fun with it. There we go. So uh, until next week when we're getting kind of stupid with M. Night's The Village, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak, Eric Siska, Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.